Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Ready to do this thing? Well, what do you guys start the new campaign in? Oh, uh, we finished Shattered Star. Yeah. Okay, in Pathfinder. Pathfinder, Pathfinder cool. one. Yeah, yeah. I guess we have to specify that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, yeah. Uh, so we just finished that the other. <laughs> it's Pathfinder and Pathfinder two. If we're talking about Pathfinder, it's Pathfinder one. If it's just, if we say Pathfinder two, it's Pathfinder two. Yeah, we'll call it two e. Yeah, or P two. We will always tell people that it's two, but otherwise, assume we're talking about one. Yeah. P- when you say P two e Pathfinder two, it's Pathfinder two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, because no one talks about E2 in D&D anymore. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, that's just called D&D Advanced. Yep. So, um, yeah, we finished Shattered Star. Just finished it this weekend. The boss got to make one attack in five rounds. Interesting. So the combat lasted yeah. five rounds, but it only perceived half of a round. Yes. And it uh, only got to make one action. Okay. Yeah. So Paul's character can, like, basically time skip people ahead. Okay. So the idea is he attacks you, you make a save. If you fail, it launches you forward in time. Okay. So this thing went forwards in time. Cool. So all the party kind of prepped. You sent it forward in time. Everyone got around it, prepped it. It showed up, fucked it up. <laughs> Paul sent it right back into the future. So it kind of showed up, got its ass beat, and then was sent to the future. And immediately we got it. Stop fucking with time. <laughs> yeah. So in his perception, it's just everyone attacked it in like fractions of a second. That's really. cool. Like yeah. it died. The the baddies walked in the door and three seconds later it was dead in its mind. Yes. That's kind of what happened. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah, man. So now we're doing War for the Crown. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> because beating the shit of one of the most powerful spellcasters in the world wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It was just Zinn, you know, the first emperor. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. So, very exciting to kind of be on that. Uh, I know for today, for topics on Rotten Geekfish Podcast, we're going to cover off some news items, so hopefully you got some news items too. I had a really juicy one. I can't find it now, but anyway, I got some other ones I can toss in if hopefully you don't it's name in my them. List. Yeah, and then uh, we'll, do, we'll cover Mandalorian episode 12. So this is the most recent one that just came out here. We'll cover that one off. Do do a little bit of raised by spoilers on that one, which is our little segment for for TV and movie. I like how we're point. basing this joke. There's gonna be like three years down the road. No one will get why it's called <laughs> raised by spoilers. I actually I actually grabbed uh, the Twitter and the Facebook page for raised by spoilers as well, just in case we can make it into. Because you were talking about doing your movie podcast on a yep, road. I'm yep. like, that'd be a great title for a movie podcast. So anyway, so we got that on lockdown, and then we're going to cover off uh, a little bit about Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, because I have played a game. Air 5. Yeah, yeah, so we can play it for, uh, we we could do that for. That um, was the most anticlimactic non-high five. We weren't doing a high five. We're doing an air high five. Yeah, I guess I did say that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, the, uh, so I. That was not a failure. Never it standard. was my failure. Never be so. a wind mage, dude. You will be full of disappointment. <laughs> I, I am so used to the world where you can't touch other people. Yeah, yeah. But I forgot we're in each other's circles now. Yeah, yeah. Our circles are quite small. This is, you guys are my circle. This is the circle. <laughs> yeah. So I literally, honestly, other than like work, I haven't seen anybody. Like even family members I haven't seen yeah, in so working long us. Now, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, it's been uh, been interesting, but we got a lot of news items to cover anyway in anticipation of uh, Cyberpunk, which is now... Two weeks, away. Two weeks uh, away. Actually, some people already have it. Yeah, some yeah, people I have that. it. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one of the news items down in the wild, apparently. Yeah. So, which is pretty scary. But uh, we'll talk about that momentarily. And uh, I don't know. We're on the eve, the eve, the very eve of Shadowlands. 
So that's, that's yeah. going to come out, too. So we can talk about more on that if you guys want to. So anyway, this is Alex Austin with Ronan Geek Official Podcast, episode 111. In the room with me today, we have... Plebeian player Adam. And Rob. And Rob. And today we're going to cover off some of those topics and more. So. That's Plebeian player Adam because I'm literally not DMing any games right now. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, I just, oh, for the first time in a while. For the first time in quite some time. Huh, interesting. So why don't you go ahead and get started with one of your news items, and I'm just going to go check the uh, the food that I've worked working on. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we can just wait. I'll listen from out here, though. I'll enjoy. No, we can just wait. The whole point is reacting. Right here where I'm checking this flatbread. Oh, my God. The whole point is everyone reacting and having their discussion. <laughs> okay, I'm back. The okay. flatbread is not ready. Oh, that's, that's it's not flat red. Not flat, not flat red. Have you tried stepping on it? I have not. Flat. I, that's what I need to do, yes. So, uh, Nintendo, if you guys remember, Super Nintendo World is a theme park that was supposed to come out eh. and open in Universal Japan. God, I want that to be a thing. It was supposed to be out by now, but for obvious reasons, is not. Right, <laughs> right. So, But it's coming along well. People have you know, gotten pictures overhead. Sure. It looks pretty rad. It, it reminds me a lot of um, the Super Mario World. I was going to say, it probably looks just like the overworld map from Super Mario World. Very much inspired. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Very much inspired. Nice. So, all right, that's going to be a thing. Not right. going to see it, but I don't know. I like the idea. I'll right. probably see it in like 10 years. Yeah, when it's all decrepit and like, and Mario is just like half rusty and he's just staring into your soul like, I need the meth, man. <laughs> Same thing, but me instead of Mario World. Because <laughs> it'll probably be better maintained. Did you guys ever play Blackthorn? No. I hope it has a Blackthorn ride. You never played that? No. It's it's like one of the more violent games on the SNES, but like you play as, I don't know, it's some sort of like dungeon crawling game, a side scroller, but you're a man who looks like Danzig, who <laughs> like who like trudges around these dungeons and like has a shotgun with infinite ammo and he shoots a lot in front of him, but he can also do the sweet move where he shoots behind him. <laughs> and that was like, that was the whole thing. It was so fucking badass. That was it. The entire yeah, game yeah. was based on you can shoot behind you? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I hope it has a Blackthorn ride, so... They just, they, you just show up and they just shoot you with a shotgun. <laughs> the most, the most violent ride. They just won't do, man. They just Nintendo. It's won't a me. Do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I could see them doing like Mario Kart racing. No, you know that would be a given, well, right? Sure. And then some, some activity with Super Mario World certainly. Where I don't oh, know, yeah. if they don't have Mario Kart, I assume Waluigi's not going to be in it. Oh, these fucking guys! Waluigi uh, better be in it. Like they'll have a horror themed Luigi at, board. At this point. I don't know how certain people haven't lost their shit on Nintendo completely because, like, like, not only are we in the second launch of DLC, but there is no Waluigi in sight for any of the Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you have been disappointed at this point, you might as well just admit to yourself that Nintendo doesn't give a fuck about no, Waluigi. No, no, no. They give a fuck, but they're purposefully holding it back. They haven't fully built a trailer set up. You think everything so? he's perfectly balanced. I don't think so. And they're like, no, I think they've probably that. got about six or seven new characters from like Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're just gonna wait for the next season and the whole season is just Luigi or Waluigi. Waluigi. Now interestingly Waluigi has been actually in the Mario mythos now for twenty years. And I yeah. think Wario has been in the Mario Mythos for like 23 years. So it's not that far off at this point. I don't understand why Waluigi is not more prevalent and upfront right now because he's been around almost as long as Wario has. But Wario gets all the glory as the bad guy, right? It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it does because if you think about it, they've, it's actually perfect, right? Because Luigi has gotten almost about none of the sh- spotlight. By no, 2008. But compared, compared to Mario, though. Yeah. 
compared to Mario. 2008 so was the year of Luigi. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the year of Luigi. That had nothing so, to do with Luigi in it? No, no, everything had Luigi. There was a there was a Luigi Wii game that was starring Luigi like a side-scroller type one, So, and it, which was basically a reskinned Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers U, or Wii or whatever. And Doesn't uh, count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then it was, uh, that year there was also a um, uh, Luigi's Mansion. I think the second one came out that year. So no. interestingly, yeah, I think it's been uh, it, it. There was a year that was just the year of Luigi from Nintendo. You can go and look it up. It's a thing. Oh, I know it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I just don't remember thinking, "Wow, this was a great year for Luigi." I think I remember thinking, "Really, that was Luigi's year?" Of course, <laughs> of course second Mario gets a shit year. Yeah. <laughs> of course, not as good Mario gets a good gets that year. Well, it should have been better. It should have <laughs> been better. Uh, so Destiny Two, Rob, you might be kind of interested. In I'm this. not. No, no, no. Destiny 2 did a thing that basically they had this, uh, they put out this raid, a Deep Stone Crypt raid. Sure. If you logged on prior to this raid, when the raid was uh, released, but was not beaten yet, like no one had gotten through it, you would basically come into a warning going, hey, come and do this raid. You know, come and do this raid. It's a, it's the ending of a story. Like go do yeah. the raid, and but if you were to wait about six hours later, which is about how long it took for it to be the first people to beat it, you were then unlocked to a new cinematic and the next chapter in the story. Huh. So they didn't release. They had no plans on releasing the data until someone beat the raid. That's cool. So they had to beat the raid. The people, the community, the community had, had to beat, beat the raid before that. But unlocked, obviously, yeah. it was beaten pretty quickly with pros and. Yeah. So on and so forth. So that's a pretty cool idea. I can imagine oh, like, yeah, okay, that, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Like, hey, we put out the final raid. You guys can't move on to the next content until someone fucking beats that, and we're gonna make it hard as balls. <laughs> yeah, that would be a nice. Uh, that would be a good mentality for a lot of uh, games to adopt. I think. Yeah. A lot of community based. Or, or what they should do. I think a good fa- uh, good thing is okay. We will assign points to like you know this in like wow. There's the three different or four different difficulties effectively. Mm-hmm. I guess it also scales depending on people, but whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um. Okay, if you beat it on Mythic, it's worth five points, two points, and one point. Mm-hmm. And everyone has to add up their points and beat it a certain number of times in order to unlock the next content. Yeah, that's just a community goal. Stuff. Yeah, you build they, a community They goal. started doing that with Encourage as early as that. That's what they did with Encourage. And I feel I mean, they haven't done something like that in a while. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. Which is funny because you put a Q and actually I didn't read the second sentence yet. And I was like, huh, that would be funny if it means Encourage. And then you're like, in WoW. I'm like, oh, it is Encourage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like it's so ingrained in my fucking mind whenever I read certain letter combinations. I'm like, oh, that's like a this raid in WoW or something Oh, yeah, like a, a, a Q20, a Q, yeah. a, a Q40. Like everyone knows what that is. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool yeah. feature. Um, sadly, uh, well, maybe for those who aren't on my side of the table... Uh, Rob, many game developers have stated publicly that they will be offering 120 FPS only on Xbox X and Xbox S, not PS5. But why? Apparently, it has something to do with um, part part of the way it does, uh, especially backwards compatible games. So games that already are in existence that they have to bring to the console um, because the way it does that, it makes it more difficult or more strenuous or something. Uh, so games like Rocket League will not be 120 frames per second on PS5. Neither will Star Wars Squadron, Call of Duty Warzone, just to name a few. Okay. So not insignificant titles. Yeah, but kind of an insignificant benchmark anyway. 
Uh, depends. If you want 120, you want 120. Yeah, that's fair. Sure. That's, remember, that's the whole selling point of these consoles is 120 frames. And yeah. one does 120 frames at 1440, one it does it at 4K, and that's it. That's, that's the benchmark for these consoles. So yeah. if you're not getting part of that deal, it's kind of a shit show. Mm. That's like, hey, you have a you have a you have a new car. Great, I got a new car. I want a Hemi in it. Well, I mean, it's got six cylinders. Well, Hemi's got eight. Yeah, but you know, it's, that's the benchmark. <laughs> eh, eh, it's kind of a shit show. But I don't think it'll be as much of a problem with uh, new games coming out because yeah. they did imply that it is specifically with the way they emulate with backwards compatibility. Okay, so then a bunch of people essentially got on Microsoft's dick and said, "Yeah, we're it's all it's all shiny for Xbox." No, it's it's any game that is any game that is currently being played. So any game that you play now, Rocket League, for example, yeah. will never ever get one twenty. Well, or maybe not never, but it'll be. I was a long gonna say, time. yeah, it might just be amount of time until there's enough public. They basically for said it. they they don't think like it's very hard to do. So mechanically, it may not be possible. Yeah. So, but. We'll see how that goes, because it, it sounds like it's mostly a compatible thing. Finally, I think this one's a dick move uh, by Nintendo. So a big Smash Bros. tournament called The Big House Online has been canceled because Nintendo no longer supports their permissions. So you have to, in order to host certain tournaments and broadcast it, you have to get yeah. permissions by Nintendo. And they pulled out of that support. And the reason they pulled out of support for the event was because the event is using a mod called Slippy. The mod is used in Smash Bros. Ultimate and Melee to improve online play, networking, because they're famously terrible for networking. And when you're a pro, you need precision networking. Mm -hmm. And we can't do a tournament all, all you know, bundled up yeah. in one room anymore. So yeah. they're like, well, we need to fix this. So they fixed it with Slippy. Yeah. And Nintendo went, no, we don't support mods. Fuck off. Wow, that is a dick move. In this situation. In this situation, that is a douche move. Yeah. They should not have done that. Alex isn't even paying attention. He's got his pizza. I, he fully, fuck about me. I fully agree that Nintendo made a dick move there, which is what they're often want to do. So Says we talk, the guy we with the Christmas Nintendo shirt. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a Christmas-themed Nintendo 64 sweatshirt. Yes, yes, and it was officially licensed merchandise. Thank you. <laughs> it's not a mod? No shame. It it's is not a mod. <laughs> no, baby. All the games in N64 were so vanilla. Oh, buddy. So there was nothing to mod on that Oh, system. except for the mod itself, which you got with Donkey Kong when it came out. Fuck oh, really? You. Yep. The what? Yeah, it was expansion port for N64. You mean like the one at the end of the controller? The one no, the, the one that goes in the front of the system. Oh, no, oh, I, got, the I got the extra RAM. Yeah. I got mine with Perfect Dark. Which is a mod, just saying. Most people got that with Perfect Dark. For Perfect Dark. You know that, right? Nah, most people got for Donkey Kong. Nope. Totally. <laughs> um, so Cyberpunk 2077 which I think this is something that will interest Alex will have a mode um, that changes out any licensed music in the game for so, what? for streamers interesting so if they have like Led Zeppelin playing in the game right? yeah for whatever reason yeah. if you are a streamer you can turn on this mode and it will take that music out and put in some generic free freemium music that kind of fits the same tone, but isn't as good. But you, it will fit the same tone. You know what would be an even better mm -hmm. idea? Is if they opened up that 
like a, effectively a buy-in through them as a medium to the artists so that streamers could just pay for that music and then not be a fucking Yeah, deal. I think that's a licensing nightmare, but you're right. That is a pretty well, cool well, move. What, I mean, what is, are, what is the purpose of the that? licenses bundled in there and they go, hey, look, we have people who are going to be streaming this content. D- either do you want them to be allowed to do it so we can let them know that they're okay or do you want to ask for a premium that we can then charge yeah them? but then f- then that means the, now the, but, i mean obviously C- in this case cd project red acts looks like as the bad guy no yeah. not that it doesn't look like a bad guy but now acts as a mm, licensing medium between the streamers and the movie industry which is just a goddamn nightmare for CD Projekt Red. Oh yeah, for sure. It's better off for them to just turn on this mode. So oh, this yeah, is this sure. is for someone who wants to listen to a streamer while they play. No, this is for streamers. So they don't get fucked by saying, "Oh, hey, gotcha, you don't have the rights to music." Gotcha. So that they're yeah. they don't get wow. takedowns. That's awesome. Automated. That's awesome. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just being a shithead. Could, could be a good way too to uh, showcase some indie artists that are out there, right? Especially yes. if it's like you know uh, some things that would fit really well in this would be you know, you know alternative rock, vaporwave, you know things like that, right? Techno. Yep. You know that, that'd be a really cool format for this. That's really smart. That's you know, very very. That cool. would actually be the smarter idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get some get get some like shoe-ins effectively that are like hey i don't mind if people use this on their streams and yep. just be like use this track well if if i was a streamer that's already what i'd be doing i'd be partnering with artists who already have a following and being like hey like let's well, let's cross promote yeah like, but you can't do that if you're playing a game you can't just blast music especially not for like something like cyberpunk right oh i see what you're saying because you can't mute it without taking away the sound effects and you yeah. need sound effects to show the right. exactly. yeah, okay yeah. that does make it okay so yeah and, th- and this then, is kind of revolutionary then yeah it is well, a lot of games though would allow you to turn the music down and just leave the sound effect yeah up. but then you're missing out on the ambiance music uh, true yeah yeah, yeah. this yeah. is specifically will only change like let's the say you're walking through music, and there's yeah. a jukebox playing i don't know acdc's highway to hell gotcha it will specifically alter that music gotcha. to something else that fits that genre and this is of course different from the streamers who just like overlay with like top 40 music already and then got in trouble for it right or yeah, not, yeah not got in trouble but were suggested to stop doing that and to delete all the old videos before they yeah, did yeah. get in trouble so which we talked about last week so, so anyway. i guess this mode if you turn on streaming on your playstation or xbox it yeah. automatically turns on that mode in the game it just happens yeah. there's nothing you can do about it um but if on if you're on pc it's a toggle you can turn on and off yeah. freely um cool. so i thought that was pretty cool it's awesome um and that's that's it for news. It's been cool. a pretty quiet week. No one's died. No, I mean, no one's died that I'm aware of. Hey, <laughs> Shadowlands is out. Well, not yet. I think that comes yeah, out it tomorrow. Is. No, six today. What was it? Six today? Yeah. yeah. We what do have it? the uh, right here in front six? of me. Ah. Are the release times? So, uh, which don't really matter, but uh, for us, it looks like it's six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But this is obviously going to be posted it, after that, so it's, doesn't really it's the same time for everyone. Yep. It's just it shows different times because it happens at different times. <laughs> Six PM Eastern Standard seems pretty nice though. If you're if you're out west at not too bad releasing at three PM, getting a whole evening to play it, that's pretty cool. Yeah. If yeah. the servers are up and running. Yeah. Well, we've just dated this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well we, we, that, we time stamped that. it. I mean, this is this is do. a news themed <laughs> podcast. That is so true. yeah, yeah. We're always time stamped. Well the the new episode of The Mandalorian, episode four of season two. <clears throat> In a month, no one's going to give a fuck. Yeah, now they know that we're specifically Hell, recording on a Monday post. at 6. Yeah. By the time we post, they probably won't even give a fuck. Yeah, so anyway, um, true, I got sure. some news items, so we'll talk about Wonder Woman here. So there, it is announced now that Wonder Woman is still debuting uh, in theaters on Christmas Day this year. And also, it's going to be at HBO Max on the same day. So if you have HBO Max already, then you will have access to Wonder Woman 84 on day one. Cool. Yeah. And I'm not going to go see it on Christmas. I'll, I'll be waiting until... 
after that. I'll see yeah. if the, I'll see if the dragnets have anything on my ship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they? Always do. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but the um Interesting thing is Christmas Day, as I recall, is typically a pretty good day for theaters, classically speaking. So in previous years, uh, I think that whole week, because people are off of work and there's not a whole lot else to do, I'm pretty sure theaters do Christmas get pretty busy. Christmas Day, though, is rough. So, well, no, I remember having so, to work at a theater on Christmas Day, and it was quite I've, busy. I've worked so. multiple Christmas Days at a theater. Yeah. Are they Whoa. busy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it's, insane no, to me. it's not, because think of it like this. All right, so you're thinking of it, a Christmas Day is you're spending time with your family. How many people don't have people to spend time with? A lot is the answer. A lot of people. A lot of really fucking lonely people come to the movie theater on Christmas You know, Day. that just makes me really sad. Yeah. I didn't realize there's that many lonely people. Yeah. All the lonely the, people. No, but like also the, with the late night shows, though. It's also families with kids, though, and they've just spent four or five days home with them and they're driving each other crazy. But in the yeah. year of COVID, that's not really a problem because we've driven each other crazy Long, but ago. long before now. Long before yeah, now. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, uh, ultimately, like, sometimes you'll get some families, because, like, you know, some kids will have, like, in their stockings, they'll have, like, a movie ticket, so I'll go get a free movie kind of thing. Huh. Right. But, like, you'll get people like that, but, yeah, the majority of, <laughs> majority of people, sadly to say, is uh, people who have nobody else Hi, to spend time with. I'll take your large popcorn and sadness. Yes. <laughs> I'll have Can your... I get extra so- sadness, like, drizzled throughout the popcorn in layers, please? Yeah. And then light Can I on get the, popcorn on the... for one? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make sense. Sorry, did you say combo one? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I meant combo one. You can, you can skip the hole in it. No one's with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the junior mints. So anyway, that's that. I don't know about this, man. It seems wrong. Dude, don't even worry about it. I mean, I've got it all figured out. We'll have him back before John and Brent even know he's gone. Everything's going to be okay. All right, man? Let's just start the promo and get it over with. What are you two jackasses doing? The Inhuman Experience is a weekly, not-so-typical paranormal nerdcast where we attempt to explore the strange and the unexplained. And we borrowed Conspiracy Bot in the hopes that some of that Hysteria 51 juju would rub off on us. But boy, were we mistaken. I thought nerds were smart. You guys are two of the dumbest meat sacks I've ever had the displeasure of conversing with. See? That's why I don't like robots. Racist. I will poke out your good eye. Blades, get him. Listen, my name is Bobby Anthem. His name is Bobby Blades. We are the Inhuman Experience. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, I don't know, Commodore 64, Easy Bake Oven, pretty much wherever you're hearing this right now. Whatever. I can't believe John and Brent let these two jackasses on fourth hand. Next news coming up here, and this is just developing as of today, but it's just a funny little anecdote, but uh, The World Ends With You has announced a release coming up for PS, PlayStation, I guess PlayStation 5, because it'll be next year, and for Nintendo Switch, so there's going to be a sequel to The World Ends With You that's coming out, this is of course a sequel to the original Nintendo DS game, and uh, what's funny is a lot of people immediately started comparing it to Persona 5, saying it was a takeoff of Persona 5 because it's said to take place in Shibuya. Some people, I guess, not realizing that the first World Ends With You came out in like 2007. 
So yeah. <laughs> they, they immediately They're got forgetting that one's before the other. Yeah, they immediately got absolutely roasted on Twitter, which uh, you know, and, and I'm I'm a huge fan of Persona Five. Obviously, they did they it was, it was a beautiful love letter to Shibuya. It was an awesome game uh, in that regard, right? Showed a couple neighborhoods within Shibuya, train station, uh, uh, the the sort of central square with uh, oh, what's the dog? Um, the what's the you're talking to me like I'm. You're looking at me like I'm. I can help hey, you. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here. And here. Let my not knowing the answer fuse <laughs> right into your Hold brain on. to tell you the not answer. Let me. Let me help Adam. So it's like if uh, somebody was getting mad about them making a game in Ikebukuro and uh, they feel like, well, this is just a playoff of Durarara. Gee, thanks. Thanks, Anytime. <laughs> that really helped. Now I get it. Here, let me just let me just beam this new data to you that makes a whole lot of sense to me. So you should so, actually watch that anime. It's pretty good. So well, the, the dog's name is Hachiko, and he was a Shiba Inu. Okay? How do you not know that? And yeah. the thing was with Hachiko, so the legend is in Japan, he waited for his master who went away, and or who had passed away, until one day he died, right? So he waited the whole time outside of his shop for his master More to come back. Stories, it's kind of a tragic story. Is this not from Futurama? Uh, it's Futurama literally took that folktale and sure made it into an episode. Are you sure it's not from Futurama? It's definitely not from Futurama. The statue, I'm pretty sure Futurama did it first. The statue yeah. of Hachiko. Look, look. Hachiko was born November 10th, 1923, and he lived through March 8th, 1935. Yeah, Futurama had the dog go in time. Yeah. So technically, it happened first. Or literally, it did. <laughs> no, no, no. That even even the present with Fry and, and the dog at the pizza place would have happened after the story of Hachiko um, and on a different continent. Press X to God doubt. damn it. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, you guys. Anyway, so this is what's <laughs> happening with World Ends With You. Quite comical. And, uh, and Dogs and dying from their lost owners. Very, very comical. I thought you'd find that comical. Actually, you know what? I do remember a story about how there was a volcano that exploded, and there was that dog that was trying to get the food to the kid or whatever, and then it died. Uh, see, all I'm thinking about when you say volcanoes explode is aliens in my body. That's totally... That makes sense. That's Scientology, motherfucker. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the, the volcano exploded and sent a bunch of alien ghosts to inhabit our True. bodies. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have to get expel them from our bodies and throw them back in the volcano. The, no, no, no. No. I thought it was when... that's That happens when Xenu flies the standard aircraft-looking spaceship over Earth, and oh. then that's where the spirits go back into. Oh, well, maybe you're right. That's to dispel to dispel the spirits from. So I was about to just like lay in the atom about him, yada yada, Scientology, and then you started correcting him, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, I know I'm all like, about it, LRH baby. I'm like, I think I'm in the wrong room, guys. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, no, no. Uh, religions is a passing interest of mine, so yeah, I, I know course. a little bit about a lot of them. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think some would would be very offended that you put Scientology in the same category as religions. <laughs> Yo, you don't say. I'm offended. Religion is in the same category as religion. So, <laughs> so whatever. Okay, other religions are also offended about that. <laughs> as a devout atheist, I don't give a shit. So anyway, uh, so that's it for news items as far as I had them. Uh, I guess, uh, so speaking of the copies of Cyberpunk that are out in the wild, uh, it is confirmed now that Johnny Silverhand, who is Keanu Reeves' character in the game, is a playable character in the game as well, which is kind well, of interesting. Well, that makes sense if you knew what the story was. That he's a playable character? Technically is a playable character. I thought he, character. your character was a playable character. Okay. Yeah. All right, so... This is like saying, I'm, oh, uh, Jennifer's a playable character. Wait, okay. what? So it's going <laughs> to right? make sense in mm. 10 seconds. So there was a trailer that was released, and in the trailer, you see where Keanu Reeves' character first interacts with yours. Mm -hmm. And this is a slight spoiler, so you've been warned. 
Anyway, what it is is that he's actually on a chip. He's a biochip because he's already dead. So you put it in your head to keep him alive oh. because dude, the case you're carrying him in gets damaged. So you put him in your head so he starts to meld with you. So, yes, you play through his memories and stuff, too. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. He kind of acts as, like, your, your AI helper, like your Cortana. Kind of, but, like, it's not – I don't think – the answer ultimately is yes. He'll be integral to but, the story, though. Yeah, yeah. To to at least that arc, right? Because mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of arcs, yeah, in right. the game. Um, and based off of what I watched, the thing about the guy who works at IGN, he played it for like 16 hours, and he said that throughout, like even like, sorry, this is like a slight tangent, but you were saying that even like the game itself, if you're going into it looking for like a shooter, it's probably not the game for you. Because no. apparently there's not a lot of combat, and he said in the first seven hours of play, he fought in the last 30 minutes. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because he said that there's a lot of story. He's like, you can you can get a lot of gunfighting going, but if you're not trying to, yeah. it doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay so, with that. But he, said, but, he said, but he said there's a lot of options where you can just like, fuck it, I'm grabbing my gun and shooting. Hmm. And he said that's totally viable. That's hmm. fine, because there was a lot of time spent, I mean, not right away, but I think once you got to like the midpoint of Witcher, there was a lot of no combat time for me where yeah. I would just go on missions that just yeah. involve talking to people. Yeah, but there, yeah. but there were missions that specifically were like, this is like, you're like, okay, this is definitely good. Like, clear out a gang hideout. It's like, yeah. okay, well, I yeah, you can stealth it, sure. I mean, can you talk them through it? Probably fucking not. Uh, so yeah, you're probably going to have to gun them down. So yeah. either you take that mission because you like gunning people down or you don't because it's a side mission and fuck it. So I'm okay. That's yeah, kind of what game, I was expecting. The game cool. is, from what they're saying, more RPG, and then FPS just happens to be a part of it. They don't say it's like terrible. It's just it's okay. FPS gets you by. I'm okay cool. with this. Yeah, cool. So and then uh, it'll probably have that. Uh, they're gonna have to adapt the song from The Witcher for this. You realize that, right? Oh, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They're I'm gonna sure have to. It's and then, toss a coin to your rocker boy. Oh no, it's gonna be <laughs> like Cybers um, of Plenty. Would it be Street Samurai? No, uh, that's a that's a clan. Specifically, but uh, how about uh, not really? It, it, well, okay, it is. <laughs> Put yeah, the it's... chip in your head, oh digital daddy, oh digital daddy. <laughs> or, no, put the chip. Hack in me your... good, daddy. Put, you, put the chip in your dick, <laughs> in your cyber dick, oh digital daddy. Okay, all I can imagine is, do you guys remember? Um, do you guys remember RoboCop when he like hacks into the police department to like look for data, yeah. and he has that giant like spear yeah, yeah. that he puts in? Yeah, all yeah. I can think of is the cyber like you and Cyberpunk just unzip your pants, stick your it, dick in. The dick has to go in, yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. kind of like rotates like the R two D. I was gonna say every time R two D two hacks anything, yeah, yeah. Just fucking with their computer system. It's true. It's true. He like what do they call them? Star Wars slicers, scomp port, slicers. That's a scomp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, but yeah, slicers are hackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd be slicing shit with your dick, <laughs> with your cyber dick. <laughs> anyway, so we can't we can't wait to make more cyber dick jokes for the entire month of December. So we'll save them for that. So that's going to be very exciting for everyone, I'm sure.
So anyway, now I figure we can get into the Mandalorian news. And along with the Mandalorian news, I got a little bit of a rant to start this with. Oh, boy. So because, look, when, when whenever there's a new show airing or even when there's an old show airing, like back in Game of Thrones days or during The Witcher or whenever, there's always a contingent of people who want to take literally everything they see on screen I know where this is and going. turn it into yeah. a fucking, like, social justice warrior, like, campaign. Yeah. And, and honestly, it, it's getting to be too much with this season of Mando for me like it's really starting to annoy me a little bit and and I would like to think it's trolls but then there's like actual legitimate articles coming out on legitimate websites for people who are saying things like I, I won't name any names here but there was one guy who posted an article and uh, he's very upset that Star Wars exists this universe exists where where people can just go and kill wild animals for no reason or oh, or go go and going. steal eggs from animals for no reason and uh, I can't wait to hear what you were thinking you're thinking the Cara Dune thing uh, the Gina Carano thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, was that... A, that's another thing which we didn't even touch on before, but yeah, that happened a while back, yeah, did, right? Yeah. And then... Uh, so anyway, with this one, though, they're, they're saying like, oh, how how dare they, you know, the... the what was it? The Mudhorn? How dare they go and just capture its egg just so the Jawas can massacre the, the egg and eat it? And then how dare Baby Yoda eat the frog lady eggs? And how dare Mando just go from planet to planet killing wildlife or whatever? And it's just like, fuck off. Like, why are you even watching it? If it makes you this fucking miserable to watch this, then just stop watching My it. answer is, you know what? You're absolutely right. I shouldn't be sitting here watching someone murder an innocent animal and take its children to eat those animals. I should instead be spending this quality time going out and doing that. So, yeah, I was going to say, like... Well, I, I was wondering what you were arguing. I thought you were going to go the path of like, oh, man, like, I don't know why they didn't just like hop the line, go to the fucking grocery mart, buy an egg there. <laughs> like, like they do on, you know, fucking earth. <laughs> like, like, I mean, the, but at the end of the day, the only reason why a lot of these people are, are so angry and up in arms and making these articles and the only reason why they're being read. Because they have more time to brains. Okay, so anyway, so the only reason why those two things are happening is because, yes, everyone has way too much time because of Rona, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, like, people are having way too much time. They're able to, you know, get up in arms about stuff, which is their right to do. But it also means that you have nothing else to do, so you're going to be reading more things. So you're going to start reading those things. No, I have very little time for reading. So that, that's the thing is it came across my desk with even very little social media time, right? <laughs> so, which is just, it's annoying to me. And look, here's my thing, people. If Baby Yoda has pissed you off because he ate frog lady eggs, which clearly Baby Yoda is like this weird little bog creature, and they haven't named what it is yet, but guess what? It's going to come from a fucking swamp planet where they eat amphibians and bugs and shit, and that's just what he is. That's just what he is. So why are you so pissed that he ate frog lady eggs? You know what it is? It's the frog lady simps. It's the people out there who want to bang frog lady. That's who it is. Either My way, brain you... can't stop from going to the philosophical area in this, so I'm going to just be like not going down that yeah. route. At the end of the day, if you want to look at it as like what kind of message is sending, you should note also like if you're actually watching the show and not just like making a comment because you can, that at the end of that whole arc where Baby Yoda is now being pulled away from by Mando, he's made friends with one of the hatchlings. He's right. learned his lesson. Right. The idea is that it's a teaching moment. Yeah. It's done in, uh, sure, some people would call poor taste. I don't think I agree with that, but- I don't know like, if that lesson really makes up for it, because that's kind of like Hitler be like, oh, no, no, no. After a war, I'm fine. No, I make friends with a Jew. No, it's <laughs> not. It's like, like, it doesn't really work no, out. No, that's like saying like, oh, okay, the farmer is an evil fucking person who takes the eggs from the hen to eat. But that's like that's exactly the yeah, same and then, argument. And then it's at the end going, oh, yeah, but he made friends with the hen, so he, we're good now. 
Like, no. no, you just massacred an entire generation. But Baby Yoda's like a like a three or four year old. You know, he's like a just a, just older than a toddler. You he's know what 90 I mean? Ninety something. He's fifty he's, something he's 50 physically. Something. But you have to remember that his gestation period is longer. Yeah, so I don't that, give that, a that shit. Doesn't matter. I'm just I just don't. I, I the argument doesn't. I, I think it's a bad choice to be trying to figure out why it makes sense in the world when you can on. just fucking go. It's a goddamn fucking show. <laughs> Who? Gives a flying well, Yoda. You fuck. know why it's a problem though is because then cancel culture kicks in, and you know that stuff's getting influenced by cancel culture these days. Here's the deal: if we fucking watch it and spend the money, yeah, they're gonna make more. They're gonna make more. Well, yeah, but but they're gonna change something, or they'll they'll end up you know getting rid of Baby Yoda. No, than no, Me because Too the or thing something is that they that. did that, and episodes seven, eight, nine tanked, and they learned that lesson. They listened to people True. who were cancel cancel culture and who were yeah, yeah. who were these like justice warriors. And they go, okay, now they made The Mandalorian, and <clears> it's got a shit ton more interaction from true, the fans. True, So, like, yeah. That, have you noticed that? And that's why this whole Gina Carano thing about how they're like, you guys should get rid of Gina Carano. And you, have, you notice that Disney said fucking nothing? Yeah. Because Disney's learned their lesson. Yeah, yeah. They've it learned their help. lesson. It doesn't help. Because all they, they do is by affirming it is that they feed into the machine. Right. And, I mean, you can take those messages and be like, okay, in the future, we'll we'll temper a little bit. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Okay. But, like, the thing is, like, bef- what the, a lot of people are demanding is that they fucking uproot everything for their whims. Right. And that's right. not correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that's my rant to begin this episode. So, I'm just, I'm tired of it. It's a fucking the, show. The, the fandom needs to push back a little bit. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's fucking, like, science fiction. If like, you I don't can't know. commit mass genocide in a fake fictional world, where can you do it? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, not only that, but they're clearly exploring, like, a lot of, like, fairly wild planets in this show, right? Like, there's going to be creatures there, like, you know. This is an entire <laughs> galaxy in this mythos. Creatures and races go extinct. Every five seconds. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. So they do it on Earth. I don't know how fast they do it on Earth, but it's fast. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty fast. quick, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fast. So anyway, Mandalorian episode twelve. Sorry, is I is I? This is embarrassing. Pulling up my web browser here so I can get the title again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Gina Carano thing. She she said a bunch of things that I truthfully don't agree with, but yeah. I really don't care to be like oh take her off the show she's evil she put out her own opinion it's like yeah she's no. allowed to have her opinion yeah right i don't give a shit she's not hurting any like right. maybe she's maybe you consider her well she's she, an influencer so she's influencing yeah, yeah. so she's yeah yeah but but sure then boycott her twitter don't don't get uppity about her acting career yeah well i actually checked out her profile on parlor because i hopped on parlor to see what that was all about and uh, she has a profile on there and it, it curiously she doesn't really post anything about her politics or opinions or anything on there it's literally just like self-promotional kind of stuff you know what i mean like yeah. it's not it's not anything that special so she, I, she used her social media as it was supposed to be used yeah as social yeah. media yeah that's and it. uh and and i think that you know for all the people who maybe felt disengaged after you know reading her opinions and stuff i'm sure there was plenty of people who were like i'm fine with this you know what i mean like it doesn't there was so, a lot of people who were like yeah I'm yeah fine with this. and then they, and they and actually were, joined up they and then there were people like me who were just like completely don't care. Indifferent. Like I yeah. just don't care. Yeah. Because like so. it's like you're you're only gonna be affected by the things you allow to affect you. If you just don't if you like shut those things out, then they're not getting a platform. Right. Yeah. So that's how you fight it. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, this episode was called The Siege, uh, which makes sense getting into it. And of course, at the beginning of this one, Mando decides to take Baby Yoda back to Navarro, which is a planet they were on twice, three times potentially in Quite the first. Bit. Well, that's where they first meet. 
What's that? It's where they first meet. Yep, it's where they first meet. It's where Grief Karga is currently. It's where he first was running the Bounty Hunters Guild. Yep. It's where the Bounty Hunters Guild was based. It's where the old tribe was that Mando was where a part the of. Imperials were. It's where the Imperials it's where were. Started. Where they wanted the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The asset. Yeah, yeah. Do you have the asset? <laughs> so freaking uh, what's his name? The German okay. actor, director, guy. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was a great character. Great. I'm character. so bummed they didn't bring him back. Yeah. Was dead. Anyway, oh, is he officially? I don't think he's dead. They never showed him dying. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, they showed him literally again lit up. Oh, at fire. the end of uh, yeah, you're right. In episode eight, he got absolutely shredded by yeah. uh, the Death Troopers, the Shock Troopers. So yeah, <laughs> interesting. So in this one, we do see Grief Karga again. Cara Dune is there, so this is obviously who Gina Carano plays. She's hanging around as the marshal back in that town in Navarro, whatever the town is called. You also have interestingly Horatio Sands playing uh, the Mithril, so which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I didn't know that was him actually, so that was kind of a nice little, nice little surprise. And then uh, Giancarlo Esposito is back as Moff Gideon this time in person, so uh, we get to see him at the end of the episode. So really interesting episode, though. Uh, the last one was definitely one that had a little bit of momentum because it was the introduction of uh, Bo-Katan, and also they confirmed that Mando is part of a particularly fanatical sect of yeah. the Mandalorians who remain. And uh, there was a little bit of narrative oomph behind that, which is pretty cool. So it was nice to see that he had some direction to go find uh, the named Ahsoka Tano. So did anyone else think that, uh, what was the guy's name, the, the alien creature that he caught? Um, the Mithril. The Mithril, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anyone think that he was going to betray them by the end of it? Because, um, I forget his name, but the he, the guy who like who was managing area was treating him like absolute fucking garbage. Oh, Grief no, Karga. No, I didn't think so. And my only reason why I didn't think so is because the whole time we've seen the Mithril as a character, he he's he is a pushover. Yeah, and I don't think that he would ever actively find a way to to get the one up on anyone because I think that he is kind of in that position because he knows he fucked up. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, and, and he's I mean, afraid of Mando I mean, hunting should, him too. I mean, should should Karga stop being such an ass? Yeah, totally. I mean, Karga but... was knocking some pretty serious years off of his yeah he was sentence yeah, yeah he was. so it's not insignificant how many years he lost no. during that yeah but he did it in a dickish way yeah he did yeah yeah but and I mean at the end of the day though I mean it is what it is right the guy the guy pissed grief off and and fucked grief over well, yeah. so it's it's he warranted. owes him he owes him yeah yeah it's warranted I guess but Twitter, you know yeah. in a situation like that you'd think hey, if I treat him this badly he will betray me. Yeah. Now, we should say that Carl Weathers actually also directed this episode. He did, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I, d- I didn't realize that at first. It turned yeah. out to be extremely good. So, yeah, they end up deciding that when they get to Navarro, obviously they're fixing Mando's ship for him because they're they're all friendly with him. And then Mando decides to help them take out this this uh, last Imperial base that's, that's still on this planet, right, to kind of make the rest of the planet uh, Imperial-free. I love and this episode and the whole chase. It was, it was an episode of chase scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Extremely cool episode. chase scene. Yeah, yeah. That was it. For me, that was the highlight of it. Was was that last sort of six or seven minute stretch there, and uh, so they go find this imperial base. Lots of jokes along the way with the Mithril and things like that. So trying to get him on board with the mission, but they take him into the base, and uh, and of course things don't always go as planned. So they end up finding out this base is not just a skeleton crew. It is a very full battalion of stormtroopers inside. I didn't really this feel base. like it was that full. <laughs> Hold on, really quick. Favorite part of this episode for you, Alex? Favorite part? Yeah, is it the chase? Yeah, definitely the chase, Adam. Uh, I think my favorite part was the Wilhelm scream down the tube, down the line. <laughs> yeah, that nice. was pretty good. I also <laughs> noticed that. For me, it was it was when he was on the fucking uh, the 
the power station and he's like there's no fucking rail yeah. or something like that yeah yeah that was, was like, good that was good finally somebody in the in universe calls this yes. shit out yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like this is fantastic this is the exact same uh kind of like modular <laughs> piece that obi-wan was on yes right right, right. right. yeah we've seen it's a power yeah, station yeah. four it's so, so funny. it was like when he, when he was doing that, I was like, I was dying. I was like, this is amazing. Yes, they were looking to overload this power station, and uh, it was using some sort of geothermal power, and they were yeah. going to overload it and destroy it. So anyway, the then as they're trying to escape the base, they end up coming across a room with these control panels, and a couple officers are like, oh, destroy it, destroy it. They destroy the control panels, and you don't see what it's controlling, but you know there's something in there. And as the heroes come in and take them out, then you see that there's actually... Uh, I don't know if they're like so clones that, or something. Or? One thing that Rob probably knows that I had to look up later and figure it out later. And I didn't really notice it from season one either. So the, I forget his name, the character's name, but like the, the younger Krennic? scientist. Krennic? Are you talking no, about? not Krennic. Okay. The younger scientist in season one. Oh, he's yeah. Dr. Pershing. Pershing. Yep. Uh, obviously he was... Um, Semi in this one, in yeah, yeah, in a hollow, hollow, yeah. One thing I didn't notice last time is the symbol on his shirt, because I didn't think about it at the time. The symbol on his jacket, as well as the two scientists that tried to shoot the yeah. console, is the symbol of um, the clone. Um, where, where were the clones made? Camino. Camino is the Camino scientist. Um, Interesting symbol. It's the symbol of the Caminos. Interesting. That's a wild observation. So they are, in fact, cloning. Yeah. So, so, so they're trying to get back into cloning. Well, yes. Yes, exactly. You guys, you guys already know what this is. It, it's Snoke. Well, yeah. Well, that's the... Well, it's it's not Snoke. But, but they're, yes. they're trying to make yes, clones, right. but they're Proto-Snoke. trying... Proto-Snoke. They're trying that? to make clones, but with midichlorians. With high midichlorians. Yeah. And yeah. count, I think Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's... um They're they're trying to revive the Emperor. Yeah. yeah. They're trying and, to make, uh, air quote, Snoke. So it's 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 really cool to see though, and it seems like uh, Moff Gideon, to his end, is using these people, creatures, whatever. He might be using them as his shock troopers, right? As his yeah. like sort of like personal guard. So we we don't know yet because we didn't see any of them with their helmet off or anything to see if they're all deformed or whatever. But uh, he well, certainly... they're definitely all fucked up shape because even yeah, you, no, you can the, see it in the he, he's not using them for warriors. I think he's using what we saw at the end of this of this episode of warriors. Yeah, yeah well, I think what he's was putting that? those in. I think those are just no. armor. I thought he was putting those no. in the armor. No, not a chance. No, well, what not was chance. so? But what was the armor at the end? De- Death. They're droids. Oh, they were, those were droids. Oh, they're I the they were armor. I think they're the original Death Troopers. Like the Death Troopers originally in, in original lore were droids. They're not people. Oh, I thought they were people. Oh. No, not originally. Oh, recent the recent version of them where they're like supporting. Krennic and stuff like that, like those Death Troopers, those yeah. are those are cybernetic people, but um, but the original Death Troopers were not. And there's also speculation that this might be a twist on the Shadow Trooper as well. Yes, because, I saw that one. What because, was the Shadow Trooper? Well, the Shadow Troopers they were effectively ones that were there to fight Jedi and stuff like that. Okay, right? gotcha, so, gotcha. There's there's obviously a lot more to that. I'm like oh, way oversimplifying. We have it. an entire extended universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a whole bunch a of stuff to pull from. And here's the thing you'll notice is that people in in that are working on the Mandalorian know what the good Star Wars shit was from the yeah. extended universe, and they're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, we've canceled a lot of it, but that doesn't mean we can't draw on it. They so seem they're taking be, the good stuff and they're bringing it over. Yeah, they yeah, seem they to be taking in the good stuff and kind of maybe putting it in a new light Refining or introducing it. it in different ways. Like it's yeah. it, they're it's they're taking strong inspiration from the extended yeah. universe. Well, sometimes they're just copy pasting. Sometimes, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. Yeah, 
but it seems like they're now taking those extended universes and like we're just gonna pluck that and maybe make an adjustment here and yeah. boom put that in 100 which is great like i think that oh yeah i think it's because like when they canceled everything everyone's like oh they're scrapping all of it and i'm like well and i i was kind of pretty caught up with it too but when we started to see some of the things that were coming back i'm like I'm going to stop talking about it because I think that they're going to start bringing back the majority of the good stuff and just the stuff that was overblown and too much. And it's a lot of Dave Filoni bringing it all back. Yeah, which makes sense. He's the one bringing back all the well, extended universe stuff. Him, him and Favreau does do a lot of that as well. Like, it's not it's not just Filoni. I, th- I think Favreau is the kind... I think his role in this... He's kind of the catalyst for Filoni. He is, and, and he's, yeah. he's probably a lot of the leverage because Disney is very bought into him because he's done so much great work for them. So yeah, he, him, he, him he, and Filoni. Well, right, right. Filoni but he, has sold them so so many fucking sure. so much merchandise. Sure. I, think that, yeah. shit. I think that um Favreau is the bigger head. So if you the, the fact yeah. is if they're working together he, and the teaming thing, up. He's the figurehead. Filoni is yeah. the is the, the guy who makes the magic happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. with Kevin Feige, I mean John Favreau was responsible for helping to kick off the current MCU. And then uh, he was also responsible uh for starting the live action Disney adaptations. Uh, in all honesty, I think Favreau, I, I mean, this is an outside opinion, so I could be 100% wrong, but I think Favreau is just the kind of guy who knows how to get the right people yep. in the in the he's right positions. Himself. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying he's he not. Does, yeah. I'm not saying he's not by any means. Yeah, no, yeah. I think Favreau is phenomenally skilled. Yeah. And, and multifaceted too. Yeah, yeah. He kind of does everything. But yeah. like but I think that his his real skill and this should not be diminished is getting the right people in the right positions to do the right work i think there are kind of directors or producers whatever title you want to give them depending on circumstances there are a few that are like godly that show up every few generations spielberg was one of them Mm -hmm. not only was he talented himself but he knew he knew he could identify talent yeah and he could look at other people and go i know you're gonna be something fucking fantastic and Spielberg discovered most of the best of the people that we know. He's the one who discovered George Lucas. He's the one who discovered yeah. all these people. Yeah. He created some of the greatest things we have today. True. And I think Favreau, kind of like John Stewart, kind of like John Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. In the in the comedy world, yeah, the comedy like, world. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm, just, right. I'm sorry, I'm just jumping. Yeah. No, no you're absolutely true. right. That's true. exactly like that. Yeah. Um, and I think Favreau is another one of those self-made because I I don't see him tied too much to like Spielberg or anything like that. Yeah. He's one of those self-made guys that inherently is talented and he can identify talent yeah which is comes off and every once in a while they come by they make huge waves in the world and then they get old yeah so now this gets us to the sweet chase scene so they're escaping from the base then and of course mando takes off with his jetpacks this leaves grief kara and mithril to kind of battle but they're inside this tank right and the tank has a really cool turret on it and uh, and I love the shot of of the scout troopers on the speeder bikes jumping out of the base. So and they're going down the the hillside, and a couple of them don't really make it. Like yeah. you know, it's so show, cool. I, I'll be honest. This show, this episode was a classic. Um, this is how you make a standard episode. Yes. Like, what I mean yeah. is, it didn't deviate. It didn't try and do anything special. It followed a how to make an episodic adventure. Yep. By the book. Yep. Yeah. It had. Um, question and payoff so like they, they they went up like oh that's a tank we don't want to waste those those are really cool yeah well it's gonna blow up and then obviously later on you get that that yeah, um, yeah. payoff of we're gonna get to they're use diving it. in they're yeah. diving so in, yeah. they do that a few times throughout the episode where there's this build up and pay that with a checkoff uh rem- what's it called i think it's like the r- checkoff rule or something like that What's that called? It's it's something. It's it's a writing thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it is. It's like it's, whenever you talk about something, it's going to be used later on, right? Yeah, I just I don't know the name of it, but it, it's a very standard way of building. And they did that. They talked about 
this trench and they talked. I'm amazed. What I didn't, what didn't come into play that I thought would come in more is the lava flow. Yeah. When they were in the chase, I was expecting them to be chased by a lava flow. Yeah, I thought so too. So much about yeah. it. I thought so too. Yeah. That's the only thing I think where they failed on that. Well, the aspect. lava flow ultimately was to destroy the base. Yeah. Which yeah. that we did get that payoff of the lava explosion. Yep. We did. That yeah. Was cool. That was cool. And, uh, and of course, then they're chased down by TIE Fighters as well. So after they take out the speeder bikes and the TIE Fighters, uh, they do a good enough job of getting away, and Amanda shows up. Am I crazy? Out. One of those TIE Fighters got away. Yeah, I think so. I remember one of those TIE Fighters. Maybe. One flew off to the left, one flew off to the right. He chased the one to the right, killed it, and then dropped right back down. Maybe. But then, but then we did find, uh, I, well, I mean... I don't know. Maybe that's the one that made it to Moff Gideon or whatever to give him word about what happened. Oh, Gideon you're right. Yeah. Know about it at the end, or, or maybe it's no, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's forgotten. Yeah. But again, here, here was another shit battle though between the Razor Crest and a couple Tie Fighters. And uh, man, just the way they do the aerial battles in this and the ship to ship battles in this is so sweet. Am I the only one? The that dog fights are awesome. This was like an adventure that took what a day, two days. Yeah. And that ship was that fixed. Oh yeah, that, that whoever's their too. fucking engineers need. They deserve way on more pay. On, on, on Navarro, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was also kind of a no expenses repair job too. Oh no, wait. The person, the person. Even who told... then, in a world like mine, if you're, if my car was as destroyed as his ship was, yeah. But and your I car said, also doesn't have light speed. Yeah, but that doesn't help when you're fixing it. But level of technology, tools go up. Sure, but the complexity also goes up of the ship itself. Unless it's not complex for that date. So one thing I forgot. So there was a there was a embedded I don't know spy or someone feeding information back yes. to Gideon. One of the person, one of the people repairing the ship, one of the aliens repairing the ship, and then that that information went to the Imperial officer on the ship, and then the Imperial officer delivered that information to yeah. to Gideon. Right, that and, is how it works. And she out. also is a I'm not sure what her name is. She's also an MMA fighter. So there's a lot of people theorizing. Oh, oh really? Yes. There's a lot of people theorizing like, oh, she's there's she and Cara Dune are definitely going to fight because they're both MMA fighters in real life. So she does not look like an MMA. Fighter fighter well she she's like she's cut though like if you is see she? like her pictures yeah, I, yeah they only yeah. really showed her like like a bust of her yeah, like, like shoulder costume, oh, and, uh, costume would yeah. would take into effect if they want to conceal that they would that's yeah, true yeah, that's yeah. true so anyway that'd be really cool to see like a hand-to-hand combat type fight between her and cara dune at some point you know, so that'd be you sweet can know that on set they're like okay um action we haven't done any choreographing yeah just fight what do you mean no just 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 fight Round one, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's literally just blood. Make it real. Make it real. <laughs> so uh, anyway, and then it ends on uh, a couple interesting notes. So we talked about the Moff Gideon one already, but also uh, Tiva comes back, who is the the officer from the last one, who from, uh, what was it, uh, Kim's Convenience, the guy from that. Yeah. Yeah. So he came back and he was questioning about the, the Razor Crest having been there. And they're like, oh, no, we, you know, we didn't see anything I or whatever. Kind of, you know, and it was just, it was so good, man. And uh, they kind of go back and forth, you know, him and Grief Karga. So anyway, it ends on a couple high notes. Really cool episode. Really glad to see them diving deeper into what the hell the Imperials are actually doing during this time period and in the remnants of the Empire. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next episode. So, yeah. yeah. It was a solid episode. Yeah, it was good. Pretty good. Yeah, we've had two good ones I in a row. I still love the, uh, they're sitting there by the door, and all of a sudden there's just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the, the one falls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, they just keep, they kept playing, like, good payoffs, where, like, the tank crushed the car and yeah. everything like that. Was that was good. good. That payoffs. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they are very good at, at, at doing that, payoffs. Yeah. That was a smart episode, man. It was just a real smart episode, which was good to see. So, Anyway, that's Mando episode 12, The Siege. And I guess we can get in now into playing and watching. Also, I should add, um, Gina Carano, I think, did a better job acting this time around. Oh, much better. I hated her. I didn't think she was... I felt as bad about her acting in the first season Mm. as I did... um, Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff. She has improved. 
Interesting. Well, I think, but that also fingers that, crossed for Katie Sackhoff. That Sackoff, also comes but... with, uh, I think, living in the character and seeing the character portrayed more. Yeah, right? for sure. So, yep. So, well, well, you let us know when you realize that Katie Sackhoff's a good Bogotan. <laughs> he will never admit to it. <laughs> we'll, he'll never admit to it. We've established nah, that he, he has will. some sort of deep rooted hatred of Katie Sackhoff. Adam's not twenty anymore. He'll he'll admit he's wrong sometimes. She's a fellow Canadian, Adam. So, so, so is Justin Bieber. So, this is true. <laughs> this is true. We don't have to support them all, I guess. So anyway, I guess we'll get into uh, some playing and watching. And I actually have a thing I've been playing. You'd be so proud of me. Let's talk about this together. We get to partake together. Yay. And Rob got to see it a little bit earlier, too. He wanted to see what it looked like, so we we were checking it out together. And I I know exactly what the game is like now. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) So so he can, well, I mean. If you watch for five minutes, you know everything about that game. Yeah, yeah. And you'll you'll also know if you, I mean, if you ever played like a Muso game, right? So which we'll get into that maybe later. Hey, get these three outposts. Yep. I've already seen what I do see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is another Muso game. So. That is a discussion I want to have. So I'll let you do your thing because mm-hmm. I, I think that is an interesting topic that I think Rob and I and you can have. And we're going to go to the next. That's one topic I want to bring up. Uh, it'll be, it won't be as long as you think it is. <laughs> no. Yeah, as, as far as the game goes, so this is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity on the Nintendo Switch. I ended up picking it up. It just came out on Friday. And it's very good. It's very good. I did not play the last Hyrule Warriors, but my understanding is it was a pretty standard, cut and dry Muso style game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and this you know, Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors vein, right? And this definitely lives up to that. So far, I think what did we count earlier? Five, seven, seven characters. I think that you can use. What's the roster, Adam? You'll know the answer. To this. I don't know the entire answer because I have not beaten the game yet. Right. But I think it's around nine. That's it. Something like that. Yeah, this will end up being around. Uh, I mean, it's a very, from very what short. I saw, from what I saw, though. Wait, are I mean, you playing this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know you were playing this. Well, that makes sense, though, I guess, because all the characters do have, like, more capability for I'm what they like, can do. than at, like, eight or nine game. hours. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm at, uh, this isn't spoiler, because everyone knows what happens during Breath of the Wild. Yeah, this is, ba- this is based on the story of Breath of the Wild, yeah, so every- you already basically know what happens. This is filling in the gaps. Yeah, you sure. Uh, this is have, this is the rogue one. We're of... gonna have a discussion, uh, um, a raised by uh, raised by spoilers a bit. Yeah, um, but I'm at the point where I, I, I got uh, I got the master sword. I did not get the master sword. Okay, so I'm a little bit ahead of you. Yeah, I'm like yeah. one or two fights ahead of you. Actually, that might be the next battle that I. Or does that take place in Kokiri Forest? That pl- takes place in Kokiri. Okay, Forest. then I'm two battles behind you. Okay, and I've also unlocked all of the towers everywhere, so I've unlocked basically the rest of the game. I. Part don't know if I've unlocked all the towers. Okay. So I have no idea. How do you unlock towers? Uh, it's just, uh, it'll happen in the story. Oh, okay. 18 okay. playable characters in Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. My what? God damn. Okay, that so I've barely scratched seven. the surface of this game, I feel like. I'm not even at that number. Okay, so I I'm uh, I, I have just the the Link and then the four heroes. Yep. And then Impa. Impa who and is, who is Zelda. Impa, who is, who is uh, Impa. Okay, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Impa, who is Impa. Right, and then, uh, and then of course, Zelda. So, yeah. But I've barely used Zelda. I haven't been too interested in using her so shit. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> everybody else, garbage, though. trash. That's too bad. Everybody else, though, has their merits. But for people who aren't familiar with Musou-style games, so basically what happens here is you're taking, it's taking place on large open battlefields. And some of the battlefields have, like, different, you know, elevations and kind of areas you can go into and out of and areas you can get locked up in. And you fight, like, mid-bosses all throughout the battlefields and huge groups of enemies. So yeah. you're making these big, sweet 
sweeping attacks and sending them flying up into the air. Really like 50 enemies yeah. at once. You're wave. jumping up if, if after them and smashing them down into the ground and hitting them with lightning then. Like, it's just absolutely yeah. awesome. Think like a, a over-the-shoulder Diablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah essentially, you'll, killing a thousand people in a mission is not unheard of. Yeah. It's actually probably the standard. That's a low number. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a low number, yeah. So, and it, this game definitely does well to make you feel powerful as these warriors as well. In fact, the, the four main warriors in the games, these are the legendary warriors who pilot the divine beasts yeah. as, as we come to find in Breath of the Wild, right? Each one of them, e- even though their play styles are quite different, they're all good. There's a couple standouts, but they're all good. And then, um, oh, what's her name? The desert one. Oh, uh... Urbosa. Yeah, Urbosa. She Woo! is baller. Woo! <laughs> so she's one of the... Snoo, snoo, please. She... <laughs> oh, my snoo, God. Snoo. Death by snoo, snoo, by lightning, snoo, snoo. <laughs> Alex was going somewhere totally different. You write it this down. is the next, the, the second Futurama reference we have in this episode, <laughs> which is awesome. Death by snoo, snoo. <laughs> and, oh, no. uh, yeah, absolutely with Urbosa. And God damn, like, she's like... She's baller. One of the coolest fucking characters I I've ever seen in one of these games. She's probably one of my favorites. I've played Hyrule Warriors. I've played yeah, a yeah. few of the Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. She is one of my favorite characters Dude, to play. when am I going to get a game with just Urbosa? Like, honestly, she's yeah. badass. You have to, like, charge up as you're fighting. You charge up this bar, and yeah. then you spend the bar to do, like, heavy different types of heavy attacks. So you have to like build it up and lose it, build it up and lose it, build it up and lose he, it. He saw, because I, I took her and I was doing the, the desert battle. I retread mm. that one to try and get more weapons so I could fuse. And uh, I was t- I took on Moldoga, which is the big sandworm, yeah. right? And which you're not supposed to take on in early in the game, which I did anyway, even back then. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I took it on with her and defeated it in probably like, what, 35 seconds, if that? Yeah, like once long, long. once I got a hold of it, it was just like done. Yeah. Like it was once over, you learn man. its strategy, it's a There was just bitch. lightning everywhere and the whole screen's lighting up and there's some big sweeping shots of what's happening. Like So I want to talk about two things. One is not, we'll go into mechanics first. Um, I'm actually kind of fucking annoyed by, I don't feel it's that close to a Musou game. Really? Interesting. Well, on, on what grounds? No, I, can, I, see, I see where he's coming At from. what point, so first of all, you know this, Rob. So you will capture a base, kind of like a League of Legends lane thing. When you capture a base, it sends waves of units out to mm-hmm. push the, the lane, the effectively yeah. push the lanes, effectively. Yeah. The, the lanes are a little more, little less hard coded than sure. League of Legends. But yeah. you're right; you send out units to fight the good fight, little yeah. mook fucks. Yeah. And in this one, that doesn't happen. You capture a base and you 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 populate it with NPCs, and they just stay there. So you're the one going out and doing everything all the time. Yeah, it's a Musou game. See, because I remember a Musou game being more oh, about... They've changed, yes. Oh, that sucks. Because when I used to play, which was yep. four, you're... four and three were my big ones. Yep. You're talking you're... about Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty yeah, Warriors, yeah. yeah. No, here, you I'm would push out all this. Yeah. You would push out NPCs, and even Hyrule Warriors, that's how it worked. Really? You, yeah. The way Hyrule Warriors worked is you didn't... You would set up and go fight and capture the base. Like You were kind of needed to capture the base. Yeah. But once you capture the base, you walk away and you had to go fight somewhere else. And you could go to the other side of the field, be fighting somewhere else, and then that your base will get recaptured. And you're like, fuck. So you kind of have to set up like supply chains and yeah. and you kind of have to you know play this lines game of, of war, lines yeah. of war effectively. Yeah. In this one, it's not about that. It's here's point A. You need to get to point B. Yeah, that's it. It's a th- it's more of a it's more of a theme park than it is an open yeah. Map. And I'm kind of annoyed. It's don't get me wrong. The game is fun to kick the shit out of three thousand people. Yeah, but. They leaned more into the into the Zelda aspect than the Musou aspect when it came to like how the game plays out. The like they took the things that people really liked about the Musos, they kept it, and everything else they just like that's ah, fat trim it. So I'm starting to think. I don't know if you noticed it or if you noticed while you were watching, Rob, the frame rate of the game. 
No. The frame rate is atrocious. It's it's rough. It's More switch. so. Uh, what the fuck do you expect? I. Uh, it's a interestingly switch. interestingly I expect sixty frames a second. Yeah, interestingly, uh, I'm seeing less of it when, when I was 30. just playing it on the screen. When I was playing it on the big screen, I didn't see it as much, but in handheld, I'm definitely noticing it more. Maybe it's just because closer to my face or something. Uh, I don't know. No, I noticed it on my on my really? screen. Really? But I've also got variable refresh rate TV. Oh, like okay, that. okay. So, so this, I'm noticing it more. I mean, this thing is just, I mean, it's chugging during it's some of these chugging. battles, right? Like, this you game tell. is pushing the Switch to its fucking limit. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I it's, highly it's, suspect. It's the asset number. Yeah. So I highly suspect that they got rid of the extra. Um, NPCs pushing out oh. because the Switch can't handle it. Yeah. That's my prediction because it you looks like what? it was built to do that, but they just you didn't know, turn you that know feature you're, on. You're probably right. You're probably right. And then, so Muso actually translates from Japanese into warriors, and then there's a couple variations oh. on the word that also translate to matchless, peerless, and unparalleled. So kind of in, in that vein, and that's the idea behind all the Dynasty Warriors games. So obviously those are based on the romance of the three kingdoms from Chinese lore. Yeah. And you play as a similar set of characters throughout the series of those games, and they made, what, like nine of them? Eleven nine of, of them, them? Some of the, Nine of them now? Okay. And nine uh, of them's been good since five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, nine is a little low for And then numbers. on top of that, on top of that, they also made nine the Samurai. Mainline. Right. Nine numbered series. Oh, uh, well. They're on number nine. Well. Uh, and then they also made, just, just in, in this style of game. Everyone who plays the series knows what the fuck I'm, why I'm doing that. Because there's like yeah, five yeah. different DLC, or five different expansions. No, no. The, no, there's. Oh God, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, there were there were weird offshoots, but then there was also Samurai Warriors, which was a couple of those based on the same mm-hmm. game engine, same design yep. as well, just based on Japanese lore. And then there was also on top of that Warriors Orochi, which kind of combined them. That was one of my favorites. I loved Warriors Orochi. Played the crap out of it on PS2. And then uh, and Warriors then now, Orochi or Warriors Orochi Extreme? Uh, just a Warriors Orochi, yeah, the first Steve. one. Right. So that's the one that I had, and uh, <laughs> very very good games. And I haven't played them in a long time. I haven't. And since then, there's been obviously. Obviously, the the uh, Hyrule Warriors. There's been other ones too, hasn't there? Like so, other themed ones. I just I just haven't gotten back into them. And then, but Age of Calamity, man. Yeah. There's been like yeah, there, there's, there's been like Gundam Suit Gundam one. Oh, yeah. I did play the Gundam one. Yeah. We talked about the that. Gundam, the first, first one. one Gundam one was okay. Second one was a much improved. But I mean, if you if you're looking for a game that plays like Hyrule Warriors, Gundam Two, mostly Gundam yeah. Two. I'd just go back yeah. to play Hyrule. Warriors. There's so much content there I haven't touched. Yeah. So here's the deal. The way I would say this. If you want a story, and, and this is where it comes down to. So if you want a Breath of the Wild, strongly Breath of the Wild themed game, do this one. If you want a Musou game, go play Hyrule Warriors. Regular Hyrule Warriors. Hmm. If you want... Or just go play Dynasty Warriors. But the problem is there hasn't really been a good one since 5. Eh, 9 is actually not that bad. 9 has like 90 characters, and they're all fucking paid DLC. Seriously, if you look oh, at Steam... They? It's seven hundred dollars in characters. Okay, so then eight, <laughs> maybe eight. I don't know about eight. I haven't looked at it. I don't know. I don't know where this DLC shit started happening, but that's ridiculous. Apparently, it started happening around six. Really? Yeah. Yeah. People yeah as soon, soon as it I, went to Xbox three sixty, that's what happened. Yeah. How have I not seen that then? I didn't even know that was a feature. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I've I play all of these games. I have. I, I believe you. You love them. Yeah, but like I, I just know. I have. How do I not even know about DLC? That's why games? I haven't played any Dynasty you guys Wars. Are a shitty fucking PR department. Holy fuck! <laughs> like seriously, I own one through nine of of the series and most of the Empire's iterations and a couple of the extreme ones. Uh, and I'm not just talking about just Dynasty Wars. I also own uh, all of the other ones. The weird and spinoffs. All of the spinoffs. All all of the samurai ones. Everything, and it's just like. Yeah, how? Wow. Yeah, you guys are doing a bad job. Yeah, they're fucking. Actually, up right sorry, now. I don't own nine. I don't own nine actually. Okay. 
That makes so, sense because it's also open world. Yeah, no, I knew nine had some differences yeah. to it. I haven't gotten to it yet. Though. So, I I here's the deal. Also, now we're, let's. Go oh, with, there was also Fire Emblem Warriors. Forgot about that one. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Um. So I want to go into a bit of raised by spoilers on this one. Okay. Just let's a do wee it. bit. Let's do it. So um, this is obviously about Breath of the Wild. So story. If you Switch. don't want to talk about Age of Calamity and just play through it, yep. Have at it. This is not the story of Breath of the Wild. It's a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They stop the calamity at the end of it. Yeah. Fuck you, Nintendo. Fuck you. Oh, okay, so here's the thing. I thought they were actually staying with the Breath of the Wild story. They're not. That's funny. Immediately at the beginning, a creature goes back in time. So a creature was there during oh, the calamity. Shit. This is how the game is going to end? Y- yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> So the creature, you know that that creature. I thought it would literally end with them be, uh, all being defeated no. by Calamity Ganon. No, unfortunately, it got spoiled for me because someone complained about it in my. Oh in shit, my shit, 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 shit! So this creature goes back in time. The Asshole. first cinematic is this creature goes back in time. Yeah, yeah, and is like, hey, and you can connect to it using Sheikah plate. It's, it's, like, it's like it's like a tiny little century. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, hey. There's going to be a calamity. I'm here to help stop this. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's doing the R2D2 thing where it talks and whistles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, hey, this is happening. And on the other side, there's also another evil sentry that sees the calamity and is trying to make the calamity happen. But, so you have two creatures oh, that so, came from the future. So, okay, so this is the fucking plot for Terminator 2. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 It yes is. Exactly. Yeah, that's Jesus that's fucking accurate. Christ. Except that everyone was pissed <laughs> off. I know that. <laughs> I know that the no world. No wonder is... why she looks so built and uses <laughs> lightning. <laughs> they sent her back. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, basically, as far as I'm aware, the world is generally kind of pissed that Nintendo pulled their punches and had the opportunity. Like, no, no one cares that we knew the ending of this adventure. We wanted it to be the same because now the thing is, is anything, any experiences that occurred in this world. Yeah. Don't apply yeah. to your experiences in Breath of the Wild. It's, it's funny. Added Rob and I were literally just so, talking about how yes. this is like the only shared universe games okay. they've ever done for no Legend longer. of Zelda. Yeah, so no longer. Yeah, so it was this funny. is the equivalent of Majora's it's, it's, Mask. Because and... I was talking oh to him, I'm like, God. wow, so they're going to learn their lesson and they're going to capitalize on an IP that did really, really well for once. That's and brutal. then th- then you say this, and now I'm like, <laughs> fucking Nintendo. That's good absolutely job. brutal. And people are even I mean, more it's, worried about what's going to happen with Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, of course. Is not. it going to be a whole different fucking universe? Who fucking knows? Well, it should be. It should be a Breath of the Wild game. This, yeah, this was called Age of Calamity, so it's not Breath of the Wild. But yeah, still, but still bullshit. Yeah, I call bullshit. I yeah. call bullshit. People are pissed that it stole. Yes, we get it. This was going to be a bad ending. We know this, but but nobody nobody has ever said, "Man, Zelda had a bad ending. That sucks." Yeah, like nobody has ever said that to me. No one's ever, everyone's always said, "I love the ending." Yeah. Everyone said that. It's like, you guys yeah. don't need to realize, we don't need to win every time. No. We just need to feel accomplished by the end of it. Mm. Make us win the fight, but the story, we can lose. We're okay yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, I've been in the game. If you're going to take the, the narrative to XCOM 2, like, sure. Yeah. Who cares? Wow. So I'm, I'm really glad to find that out now. So Sorry. I, now I know where I'm headed. But uh, it, it, honestly, that's interesting. And I'm curious now where they could take Breath of the Wild 2 if it's going to be I mean, presumably it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild One, but what if it's not? I don't know yeah. now. Like it could, it could be anything really. So, yep. but yeah. that's not exciting to me. That's annoying. It's annoying to it's me. It's a little as well. bit annoying to the not game. Know. The yeah. way I determine is going. Well, no, from... I don't care. Not knowing. I'm just annoyed that they made pull a gotcha. Yeah. See, what I thought was going to happen is the little robot guy was going to find a way to take just like 
Zelda and Link into the future, and that would explain how they were able to survive in their current state for 100 years, mm. which made sense. I thought that's how it was going to end, because why wouldn't it end that way? Because it's just nope. telling the prequel uh, to Red yep. of the Wild. <laughs> yep. like, it would have been more interesting if the thing came back and made things worse. <laughs> that would be, be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's the main story. I, I, I think my total opinion of it, it is fun. If you're just in this for a mindless hack and slash where you go and kill yeah. a thousand people in five swings this is a great game if you want a muso game go play regular hyrule warriors yeah. it's much better as a muso game that's weird though wasn't the original hyrule warriors on the switch wii u and switch interesting yep it's much i think so it's much better and it's why, got countless why, hours of content why does it have such a drastic difference and the thing is, though, like, Hyrule Warriors 1, and I'm sure 2 isn't going to be no fucking shrimp on this, but, like, there's a lot of DLC. Yeah, I think um, I think Breath of the Wild had more control from Nintendo. And I think it was they tried to do a bunch of stuff, and then I think they pulled back because they had to for technical reasons. That's my mm. prediction. Okay. Whereas Hyrule Warriors was, was lower graphics fidelity yeah. because it was on the Wii U. Right, so, so they could do more with it. So yeah. they could do more with it. So that that's what I think. Yeah, that makes sense. So it, I don't, I, I'm having fun with it. I'm obviously going to that's play it through to the end. But it, I think it's like a 70%, 75. I give it a 70 rating of like 75. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you unlock everyone in the course of the story? Because no. there's Okay. No. So there's got to be like specific challenges to unlock some of them? Yeah, I've just unlocked the fairies, for example. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that gotcha. I've gotten in yeah. the story. Because some of these, yeah, like uh, are really interesting. But yeah, I'm thinking like, why would they come up in the story like that? So, yeah, anyway. no. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little sad that they don't have some of the wider um, Zelda characters you, showing up. You want play Hyrule, the first Hyrule Yeah, no, Warriors. I know, yeah. Because they go wild. Yeah, well, that's because the idea there's like three different links or something like that, right? Yeah. There's, or something like that. Or, there's like four. Well, there's four swords. There's Breath of the Wild, four swords, which is yeah. Young Link. There's Linkle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Linkle's a character. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then there's... Uh, I mean, this is kind of like what I they mean, did with the Gundam series. They're like, so we're just going to take all of these series and smoosh them together and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's... Yeah, that's what the Musou games are. They're not supposed to be taken too seriously. They're supposed no. to be like, here's a ridiculous story. All these characters are here from different realities. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can totally build a story out of it. And that's, I think Breath of the Wild proved that, but you have to keep that Muso. I care. I very much enjoyed the, I'm going to go take that base because that base will start pushing in yeah. that direction while I can go do this. The, the more strategic. Yeah. The so more the battlefield yeah. strategy. That's what I love about Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. This... Oh, dude! You should really play Empires with me sometime, then. Okay. Uh, Hyrule Warriors had a pretty good had a pretty good list of characters used. Gan- Ganondorf was in there. Zant was in there, which is really yeah. interesting. Um, there was a Wizrobe called Wizro <laughs> who yeah, was in yeah. there, which is pretty cool. Uh, Twilight Midna, which is, was in there, which is pretty cool. Young Link, Linkle, Toon Link, uh, Standard Link, all kinds of links. There's and two different links. There's Breath of the Wild Link, and then there's like. Um... Uh, freaking Marin from yeah. Link's Awakening? Yeah. yeah like, man. that's so random. A huge ass Yeah, Tetra list. from from Wind Waker, Skull Kid. Yeah. Kuko, <laughs> or Cuckoo, Kuko, whatever they call them, the oh, chickens. the chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, Tingle's in there, of course. Tingle's so why wouldn't you? Ganon. 
is another unlockable character in that one. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's quite as robust in this one, but but certainly all the characters seem related to Age of Calamity. So yeah, yeah I mean, looking forward to getting everybody unlocked. All, these are all specific to the Breath of the Wild world. Yeah. Right. None right, of right. them are outside of that. This yeah. is specific right. to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's why I was when we were when I was watching, I was like, oh, oh. This is more <laughs> story based than it is just Muso mechanics. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. Uh, I mean, I, I, you feel free to I disagree. like the story. I like that's, adding to the story. Sure. I just The story that you just told me you hated. That's true. If they did the story right, I would rather it. Let's put it that that's way. That's fair. But I mean... If they didn't dick out. I mean, I can say that for a lot of games. It feels like, it feels like, an, like a blue balls pull out. Like, they're, they're about yeah. to, and then they're like pulled out, and they're like, ha-ha, blue balls for you. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, the Great Fairies, you complete all four Fairy Fountain challenges. Uh, there's a monk, Maz Koshia, who you do by the Trial of the Ancients challenge, which I'm not, I'm not sure what that is. I haven't seen it yet. Um, there's Terrico, which says collect all 50 Terrico components. What's a Terrico? Mm. I have no idea. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. And then a Calamity Ganon, it says complete the verses Calamity Ganon challenge post-game. So, yeah, lots, lots of cool stuff in there. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. exciting. So anyway, and that's my playing and watching. I have watched a couple more episodes of um, the Marvel show. Uh, Shield? Shield, yep, Agents of Shield. So I've, I've gotten through episode three. It's pretty cool. I like the way it's developing. It um, gets so much better. No, it's it's yeah. good so far. I'm quite enjoying it. I'm liking all the little sort of breadcrumbs they're dropping about the the wider MCU around them, yep. right? And because, you know, they drop little references here and there. But in the meantime, just a solid action show. So yep. fully enjoying it. Uh, one thing, you did say, though, that... Uh, Fitzsimmons? No, you said that uh, the main the main guy is played by Grant Ward. Is yeah, that the yeah, about? Grant Ward. But uh, you said that he was Star Killer in the Force Unleashed games. Isn't that what you said? I think so. I may have said that. Yeah. So anyway, I don't think he is though. I think that's I'm a different guy. Sure. I think it's a different. He's guy. also the guy who plays Doomsday in Smallville. Oh, interesting! Interesting. Sam something, I thought, or something. Sam West. Sam, Sam Whitaker. Whit- something. One second. I'm looking him up right Sam now. W. Sam Sam Westwood. Mm-hmm. Sam Weirwood. Sam Whitwer? Sam Whitwer. Yeah. Pretty by yeah. Anyway, so I don't think it's him, but yeah, the show, that, well, as no, these guys right. are looking it up. No, you're right. As these guys are looking it up. But yeah, the show's very, very good so far. Um, yeah, just really liking it. Really liking it. It's a cool show. I can't wait to see more. So no, I'm going to be binging that over the next couple of weeks. It's definitely Sam Witwer. I'm, Sam I, Witwer. No, I'm... I, yeah, it's Sam Witwer is the one. I'm confusing him with the guy who plays Grant Ward. I mean, to be fair, they look a lot alike. They do. They do. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but so no, I, I was wrong. They could be completely interchangeable as far as we know. But, yeah, uh, Brett Dalton is the uh, one who plays Grant Ward. Cool. So, cool. My bad. No, don't worry about it. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's a great show though. I'm really liking it. Really liking it. So anyway, that's uh, that's my playing and watching. I got nothing else. So, I started Genshin Impact. Interesting. <laughs> I don't think it's a game. I'm not what? convinced. I already told you it's Weeb Casino. Yeah. What it's, are you doing? It's, it's buy your waifu simulator. It's absolute. <sighs> okay, so. Take Breath of the Wild, yeah, and take out anything that's joy and fun in it. Okay, All right. I don't know if that's and challenging. A, uh, okay, that I'll I'll agree to. So the first two bars, I'm not so sure. Yeah, no, seriously, you go around and you collect things, yeah, and you fight things. Yeah, so you push buttons. It's Animal Crossing with combat. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and, but, and but Breath and, of the Wild and, type and, world. But and, yeah. Yeah, and and slot machine or a character yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's there is no challenge. The challenge is do you have enough time as a human being to go collect the minerals that pop up every once in a while? Yeah, that's it's a, it. That's the it, only challenge. It's a feel good game, just like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. It's it's night. Breath of the Wild was fun to me. I don't really like open <laughs> world, but Breath of the Wild was fun to me. You know, I know. I'm just being a shithead too. This is just yeah. you walk around, you collect things, and you fight things that do not challenge you. No. And there's this they they added this like in depth like, hey, you're gonna cycle through four different characters, and they're each gonna have an element tied to them. And if you do one element ties to another element, you you get these bonuses to damage. So see how complex this strategy is. You're like, mm, no, that's yeah. been done for no. ever. Uh, but it's not even that that it's been done. It's like, yeah, but you're gonna be switching out characters inherently because you have these like super powerful abilities that charge up yeah. when they're not the character active. Yeah. So you're, if you're as long as you're just cycling through those, yeah, you fucking annihilate everything. It's yeah. Like, there's no challenge. There's no difficulty. It's just no. time. Yeah. That's all so, it is. So am I, mean, I going to have to strike this from our official game of the year watch list? Yes. Yeah. It's trash. Well, it is stricken. Anyway, the um, the whole thing <laughs> with the game Good. is that, and I mean, I've watched a lot of late game because I've, I'm have i also in a Discord that of people who love Genshin Impact. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy that they found a game that they enjoy. But yeah, it does feel like they're being taken for a ride. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wait to see how long until they realize And you that. can't even buy the character specifically that you want. You have to roll for them. Yeah. You have to use their loot box mechanic. Yeah, it's a loop. It's a, it's a, like I said, it's a weave casino. Yeah. And people have been using that as a joke, and I definitely didn't come up with that. But, like, it's fucking... It's true, though. It's yeah. exactly what it is. I played it for two nights and sat there and went, not once in, like, six hours of me playing... Have I had fun? How did you play it for six hours? I cannot play that game for six hours. How is very easy. I have a secondary monitor that played the Queen's Gambit from Netflix on it. Oh, fair enough. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was just say, I mean, yeah, I can't. Within the first hour of me playing that game, I put on Queen's Gambit. You know what? Watch the entire series. I did enjoy the game more Damn, when I started. I heard it's good. Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Nah, it's trash. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, I did enjoy the the game a lot more when I was watching Fire Force on my other monitor. Exactly. Which is sad. Okay, at that point, why am I Have playing? you watched that, by the way? No. It's kind of fun. Is it? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, so, that should get into my final one. So, Genshin Impact, it's... it's uh, at The closest thing is it's, it's Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. but with loot boxes, which yeah. is trash. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, I did watch Queen's Gambit all the way through. I, I have also heard of that. It's good. Not your- I don't see how... I can see why people like it, but I would hesitate to say it's good. Imagine a show where there's this character who has a unique ability. In this case, she's very good at chess. Her sure. mind works in a certain way. And then they're like, okay, here's a challenge for that character. To sur- here's a challenge for that character. Well, we're just going to ignore that challenge. And then we're just going to ignore this other challenge. So you just feel like it's a it's you feel like they're supposed to be going through the motions of a challenge is is presented, a challenge must be overcome. But imagine a world where no challenge is really needed to overcome. Like she has this mother who's kind of abusive and a drunk and she goes through and kind of there's like the mother's supportive of her, but it's just a drunk, but her being a drunk really didn't negatively affect her. In fact, it was it was hurting her and then the mother died. And you're like, "Okay, Cool. That's lame. 
and then she overcome, out survive your mom. Yeah, and That's like a story. Okay, and and then oh yeah, no, she she uses drugs. Okay, so how how do they resolve that? I don't know. The next episode, she just says, "I don't want to use drugs anymore." Like, what the fuck? Drugs are bad. Yeah, she, she, I don't want to drink and do drugs anymore. That's that's it. So that's not good. So there's no like challenge overcoming challenge. Uh, I mean, I've been already, I've already been planning on watching it anyway. So it was decent. It entertained me while I played Genshin Impact, but I would not put it in the category of a good show. Just like Genshin Impact, it's not in the category of a good game. Pretty much, nice. I, I barely even consider Genshin Impact a game. Good two for. At least Queen... It's a game. No, it's a game. It's not a game. I mean, I guess in the same sense as, like, slots is a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. So I guess that's why I kind of dropped off the radar so quick. I don't know. No, it's not I... off the radar. It's, it's off still off the radar. But I sort of heard about it for the first week, and I haven't really seen a whole lot else about it It also then. has no end game. Yeah. So once you hit end game in that game, which takes, you know, if you pay for it, it takes like three hours. So they want it to go forever. So if you don't pay for it, it takes about 20 hours, which is not a long time. Hmm. Yeah. And then that's it. There's nothing else to do. Weird. Because you just completed all the missions or done whatever. Yeah, and it's really? single player, so there's no like teaming all, up to fight a big raid. All that Genshin Impact is telling us is that they're still in the market for MMOs, just nobody's making good MMOs. Yeah. That's all it is. But That's it's not all Genshin Impact, us. not even an MMO. It technically is. No. You're right. It's not. It is not. Yeah. Not technically, not literally. <sighs> you're the right. Only you're, no, you're right. multiplayer it's feature an, it's in an that open, game. It's an open world game where people can join. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not. And even then, when they join, they can't take your minerals. But people look at it with an MMO mentality. They do, but it's you're right. You're right. It's not. It's less of an MMO than even like Guild Wars is. But I'm saying like multiplayer. If if people could make (laughs) an uh, an MMO like WoW that also worked on your phone, which I don't know why they haven't figured that out yet, Blizzard, but whatever. Um, then easy money. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, whoever, whoever actually succeeds in making the next generation of MMO, you're going to make bank. Good job. Yep. But until somebody does, guess I'm paying Activision Fortnite's a big Blizzard. one. It's not an MMO. It's not an MMO, but it's a, it's a money dump. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it was like a thousand other fucking games. Yep. That's where they, And that's where all the money goes to. Yep. That's it for my playing and watching. Rob, take us home. With what? The fuck have you been doing? Uh, not much, to be honest. <laughs> Whoa! For yeah. the first time, Rob has nothing for playing and watching? Uh, no, not that's not true. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You think I am? <laughs> uh, no. Alex's no, not yours. Played more, uh, <laughs> played more Slay the Spire. Uh, that's been fun. Played the first three characters at the end. I saw a speedrun of that. Slay yeah. the Spire. Speedruns are funny to watch for that game. The thing is, the guy didn't glitch it. He's just... No. Really fast. He, he got really most. lucky, right? Because yeah. obviously there's yeah. a lot of choices. There's, there's luck in there's a lot of luck and super fast clicker. Yeah. Yeah, no, you want to see a fun... Have you ever watched any of the dev watches? Speed yeah, that's runs? what I was watching it under. Oh, were you? Okay, yeah. yeah. The one for Doom Eternal is really good, and the one for the one for um, uh, Half-Life 2 is fun. Oh, I haven't seen the Half-Life 2 one. Oh, you'll like that one. See, I found that the attitude of the people who did who watched doom eternal was negative they're like fuck you you're skipping all of our only, shit only for the first 10 seconds oh and then they get past oh it. yeah they get way past it i don't remember them getting past it they got past it and they started asking like oh what should we add to like just poke fun at the speedrunners but also include them and stuff like that. oh see i because they were like actually talking about reaching out to the speedrunner community and be like hey guys should we fix this should we leave it alone like what should we do with these things ah uh, so they they were I felt a very negative feeling like how can we stop this what should we do at first they were like they were like that but then they came around they okay. came around really quick and I think it was just like it was a gut reaction when they saw it at okay. first I when they realized the, that the guy was actually good at the game because they saw some of the parts where he fights. they did yeah. yeah and they're like wow he knew exactly where that guy was gonna spawn yeah <laughs> yeah um, 
I know exactly what frame you're talking about. That's fucked up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my cr- brain sucks. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> anything important. The most What's useless my girlfriend's bullshit, birthday? Fuck. <laughs> the most useless bullshit I remember. It was a shot where it's literally he turns to look at a mountainside, a cliffside, and kills a guy. Yes. Yep. That, that's exactly, exactly what you're fucking talking about. Um, Jesus Christ, my brain sucks. I learned that about your brain actually today, too. <sighs> I never realized that about your brain uh, until this afternoon, too. Uh, Nick said something like, um, oh, I'm looking for like a weapon that may- plays music. Maybe I can have a man to the DM help me out with something. And you're like, what about this random piece of uh, like special you're... material that no one fucking thinks about or knows about? And then I was like, oh, wait, and here's the whistling arrow. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, here's a link to this and here's a link to that. There, And it was fast enough that I know you didn't fucking research it first. No. Because it was like half a minute before you yeah. responded to him like i know he did not google that first nope <laughs> nope so i was just and, like, the, and the whistling arrow was a mistake that i found actually while i was in the process of looking at, of the, looking sing, at the link the, sing, the other one well while i was like looking into the singing metal because i was like oh what could i use this for and i was like there's gotta be something else i'm like what else would you call it? i'm like maybe a whistling arrow so i just quickly typed that in i'm like oh whistling arrow there you go yeah you and brought like back that. immediately he's like oh i wish i could find this thing that's like final fantasy 14 you're like well, there's this singing steel. I'm like, I've never heard of this. <laughs> I don't. I've been playing this game for over ten years. I've never fucking heard of this. And I, I Google it real quickly. D20 PFSRD. And I'm like, it's fucking there. It's special materials. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I was really impressed by that. Thank you. Yeah. No, my brain sucks. I I can uh, pick up things on certain games and like, whenever there's like weird like lore. Like any kind of like strange everyday material that nobody ever fucking pays attention to, my brain latches onto it, <laughs> and I don't know why. I really don't know why. He doesn't know whether his car's insured right now, though. <laughs> no, it is because COVID extended all that shit. And I read a random ass article about it, and I was thinking about that today. That's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, like, because I had a cop driving behind me, I think though. At one yeah. Point. yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh really? shit, my license plate sticker, and I'm like, oh wait, no, that's so good. I hate that when you know and you kind of like speed up or slow down and you know they're following you like fuck I'm about to get pulled over. Yeah, I had that happen to me once recently, and the guy's like, "Oh, do you have your like yada yada info on your car?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, I can't find it." And he was like, "Okay," he's like, he knew I wasn't being an ass or anything like that. He's like, "Okay," and he let me go. But I found out it was actually literally in the seat, like behind my seat. Oh, my favorite story is (laughs) this was a while ago. I it was my first year dating anniversary with Amanda, so we'd been dating for one year. This was years ago. And we went across the borders to go, you know, to dinner at like a nice restaurant. And I'm driving a truck that was under my dad's name because he got it with his Chrysler discount. Yeah. But it's my fucking car. Right. I pay for it on a monthly basis, but my dad officially owns it. Yeah. And so I go across the border and I'm a I'm a young kid at this point. Yeah. You're just a young a young buck, a young just a young buck. buck. And like, okay, you know And the border crossing guy was bored. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so <laughs> where where are you going? Uh, we're going to Anybody our... from Windsor would know what that situation is like. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody yeah, the, from Windsor the, the, would know, man. All of the border crossing people <laughs> will strike the fear into anybody who's under 20. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, so they, it's like, okay, you know, or looks like what are you going across? We're like, oh, we're going across for our anniversary. And they look at us. I said, I used the wrong fucking word. You did. And like, anniversary, well, where, where was your, oh, so your wife? I'm like, no, 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 girlfriend. Like, okay, well. Where was she born? I'm like, I don't know, Windsor. She's like, what hospital? I'm like, I don't fucking know. She doesn't even fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, we couldn't get Wrong so, answer. They weren't going to, like, oh, it says you... your car's under Jamie, blah, 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 my last name. Yeah. Uh, Jamie's my dad's name. And I'm like, 
Like, yeah, that makes sense. It's your dad's card. Does he know you have it? No, actually, he fucking which, doesn't. Which stop right there because that is how you know that they are obviously fucking with you because you're a kid. Because they're asking, "Does your dad know that you have the <laughs> yeah, car?" Yeah. They know that he fucking that you've got the car and you're fine, but they're gonna fuck with you about it. As yeah, they're much gonna make me possible. sweat. Yeah, of course they. Yeah, because yeah. because that's that's their entertainment. Yeah, I just sat there and I was like, well. No, he doesn't know I fucking have it because it's my fucking car. And well, he go, should know you have it, though. In theory, I'm like... He should assume you have it. How about that? You can play words with the guy. I should then, have, yeah. And then he'll totally dismem- dismantle I your fucking said, car. I do you know he's going, you're going to the States with his car? Was oh. the specific oh, okay, question. Yeah, that, so that it was harder to, like... No, yeah, you can't. If you asked specifically, you know, does he know you have it, I would have said Technically, yes. they're not allowed to ask you that question. This was not anymore. Rules have changed. This was pre nine eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no. This was still post nine eleven. No, because nine eleven was when we were in grade yeah, eight. Because there's still rules. They can only actually say certain ask you certain lines. That is not true anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Oh, did man. they change that? When did they change that? After nine eleven, dude. They can literally like really? they can literally like ask you for your phone and then ask you to unlock it and like just look through it. If they not, want not to. exactly. There are rules to that. Uh, I don't think there are. There are there technically. Are. Yeah. There so, are. but I mean, they could just you turn you still back. have a U.S. No, no, citizenship. But, but, yeah, tax. I still have U.S. citizenship. So you have right when you hit the border. Yeah. You have rights. Yeah. When we hit the border, do you know what rights we have, Rob? Right this way. We have the Geneva <laughs> Convention rights, which is basically they can't gas us and kick us in the balls. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, That's yeah. all they can't do is is torture us. Yeah. Anything else they but can even fucking then, do. I mean, they have rooms where you know they have big locked doors and things like that. They they're can... not supposed to. That, but yeah, yeah. what are we gonna do? Yeah, nobody's yeah, yeah. fucking supposed to yeah so we <laughs> rob and i because we're not u.s citizens have no rights when we're at that border because yeah, yeah. we are on u.s territory right so that's kind of what happens so we have no rights. now that being said if they take your phone and like unlock it i want to see it we can say no yeah but they can, also and they can torture it out no, of us, no, but, but they can also say fine you're gonna stay in a jail cell for five fucking months well no but, they, but then they yeah. can say then they can say well you you just have to withdraw your application enter the u.s today and you're yeah. not allowed to come in for Forever. 90 days or six months or whatever the or case however long they date yeah yeah, yeah. so so like you it. can you can decline to let them see your phone or whatever if they ask yeah, they'll just send you back yeah, and yeah, you'll never be allowed back. back for a very long you can, time. You can repeal it. It's a pretty easy process from what I understand. But it's nothing if, guaranteed. If it's, if it, no, you're right. It's not guaranteed. But if it's if it was a bullshit reason, they will But they will how long does that repeal it. and bureaucracy take? Oh, it takes at least a month. And oh, how much does it cost? At yeah. least. Yeah, yeah. That's true. true too. So, yes, there are we have we have basic human rights that yeah. generally you know, the well, UN has agreed upon. I wouldn't even call those basic human rights. I would just call I'm not even them sure the, Americans have basic human point. rights at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. In so. America. No. Anyway. Yeah, that also reminded me of the time we went across. Uh, I think you went across. You weren't with me. You were going to Cedar Point, yeah. I think. And you had Die Hard trailer in the oh, back I had, of your no, car. No, I had more than that. I had way more than that. I had a bunch of film in the back of my car. Oh, you told uh, me reels. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah film yeah, reels. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's put it this way. They did not think that it was really cool that a potential film smuggler was coming through the border there was one time i went across with you to see the point as well that i all i remember i remember this distinctly because you were being a fucking prick and i don't know how we got a, got away with it oh so you had film in your back of your car this time again yeah um and why the, are you keeping film in the back of well, your car because the, the first time i didn't get burned on the film i got burned on the alcohol that was in there because i was technically i was under 21 but i was over nine. 19 at the time yeah so so in canada you're allowed to have alcohol in your car if you're you know drinking but isn't, isn't film like 
highly flammable? No, no, fuck no. That hasn't oh. been since nickel film. This oh, is like okay. modern film. Okay, gotcha. No, they gotcha. just didn't want smuggling a film. Fair yeah, enough. Well, yeah, but yeah. I wasn't because they were, they were trailers. They were trailers. They're and, free. And oh. they're, yeah, and they're, they're garbage. Old stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was it was from like I was doing some splicing for fun. Right. I was using old reels for like trailers because sure. they were gonna go in the garbage anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we were going across, and the guy kind of gets out of his booth. Goes to the back of Rob's car, lifts the trunk. So when you lift the trunk, you can't. This isn't a hatchback, so you, we couldn't fucking see what was what he right. was looking at. Yeah. And the guy, all you can see, the guy kind of look through Rob's side mirror and go, "What is this?" And Rob just goes, "I don't know. I can't fucking see." I don't think I said fucking, but yeah, you you were very. I don't know exactly the words, but that, that's the attitude you were yeah, giving. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I don't know. I that's, can't that's see what, what you have in your hand." That's what he heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, and the and you could just see this guy's eyes. Just oh, he was, he was pissed. Yeah. He was pissed. And went, oh my god! I'm like, I'm gonna get butt fucked right now. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a whole fist up here. No, we got away though. I don't know how you got. I don't know how we got well, away. It was pre nine eleven. That one was pre nine eleven. No, that couldn't a, have been. We I were in grade a, eight and nine eleven. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it wasn't pre nine eleven actually. Yeah. I don't know how we got away with it then. I was a white guy, <laughs> white middle class. I don't know. Like ultimately, I think it was just like it was like this. This kid's not worth our fucking time. Yeah, it could be. That's pretty much what it was. So yeah, that that's in, in in place of Rob's playing and watching. Add some stories of our lifetime. Well, I had games. We could talk about them. But... Well, you said you didn't. No, I, I didn't say that actually at all. If you were paying attention. I talked about Slay the Spire, and then we mm-hmm. went off into this whole dev talk. Oops. Check <laughs> <laughs> ass. Uh, no, actually, also watching uh, Fire Force, which is an anime about firefighters killing the people that explode because Promare wasn't enough for me. Is it in the same universe as? No, it's not. That'd be funny though. No, uh, no, it's 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 got differences. It's got very notable differences. Is it Studio Trigger? No. Oh. Um, Studio Trigger Cyberpunk though. <laughs> can't yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Shut up. <laughs> um, no. Uh, what else did I play? I played a couple other things. Played some Company Heroes, two of all games. Right, uh, you like those games. Stellaris. Osher is now playing Stellaris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes his yeah. computer can handle it. Oh, he's been he's been upgraded since then. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, no, actually, we have every Tuesday we play now. Solaris. Nice. You should jump in. Yeah, except you don't fucking play Total Warhammer with me. Well, you don't schedule things with me. <sighs> and and Osher's the one who schedules Stellaris with you. Believe it or not. Oh my god. Yeah, you really want to play Stellaris, man. Man, that man has changed recently. Yeah, he has. He has changed recently. It's crazy. Good for him. No, it is good for him for sure. But yeah, no, that, that beat Pathfinder. Whatever, no big deal. <laughs> killed Zin that was good yeah the always planning First with King Paul Zin. is always fun because there's like Paul's like yada yada gonna time effectively time hop I'm like well that's good I'm like well if you miss I'm like don't worry about it because I can just otherworldly kimono this fucker you guys skipped so many so you you know how he had a really high SR yeah, yeah no matter what he was getting maybe one turn in yeah and we knew that so what was hilarious was, you know how you, you cast your spell and you had a super high SR yeah. and you're like, holy shit, how did I not penetrate I had this? to literally comb through everything I had. Yeah. Um, that was a really high SR. He was actually only CR 22. Yeah. Um, but he had a specific mechanic where on odd odd numbered rounds, his SR was went up to 37. Oh but my god, even I literally number, just got it. But on even, yeah, you did. But on, because I think you just hit 37. 38, I think. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. It was, but yeah. I think I said you skimmed by. Yeah. Um, but on even number round, his plates would flip and he would have haste. 
Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that happen. No, you didn't because he was time skipped the whole time. To him, only half a round ever occurred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he technically has two rounds of combat, right? Yeah. Within one Within one, one thing. So he, he never yeah. really got a full round of combat in. That's funny. So you guys skipped an entire set of mechanics and every round he was supposed to like pulse out this stuff that drained you and fucked with you and... Man, it's like a lot of a lot of GMs. I think would probably get so mad about that. As like, yeah. I'm always glad that I'm... I don't get mad. No, of course not. You would never get mad about shit like that, man. <laughs> um, I just learned to accept it before yeah, the fight even occurs. That's the best way to do it. You just have to accept this here. This monster. What? This is the big you, bad. He's not going to last long. You said something. I think that was probably most the, one of the most profound things I've ever heard as oh. far as uh, tabletop. It's like, oh yeah, but the monsters aren't going to get upset if I rule. Uh, out of their favor yeah so i think the the statement is whenever i as a dm if i if i'm on a fence about a ruling yeah um like i can't quite come to terms i'll ask people and if no one can really come to terms i will always rule in the player's favor yeah and my statement that balances that out is the monster's feelings won't get hurt yeah so you know if you make a ruling against a player that player could in theory be a bit upset by it Mm mm-hmm the monster is me. Yeah. So which we already know that. Yeah. So if I if I choose not to be upset by the ruling, yeah. which I'm already on the fence for, so really I'm mostly there. Yeah. Who's it gonna hurt? Yeah. I might as well not hurt the player and let them have it. Yeah. So that's kind of the mentality behind that. I've all, I've made that ruling. That, that's been my mental ruling yeah. for years. No. Yeah. Because why not? We're here to have fun. Yeah. Not here no, to dick good. you. No, it's good. I'm not one of those like tomb of tomb of horrors DMs. That's like ah, I'm here to kill your players. I'll kill you. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> never. It's like it's, it's terrible. Uh, there's most oh, GMs or terrifying. Most GMs just look at it as a way to inflict pain on other people. But I, it's like everyone's just supposed to be there to have a good time. So the cool. way, yeah, if I kill one of your characters, it's there to provide story. Yeah. So, um, was that pretty much it for playing and watching it? Yeah, more or less. Cool. Couple of the I skipped all of his stuff. We'll Fuck come him. back to it. Fuck him. He made, he made it so my boss character couldn't do anything for five fucking <laughs> rounds. Fuck him. Go, Ghost Runner was the only other thing I really have note, which just feels like makes me feel old. We'll talk about it next. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that next session. Ghost Runner. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Did you buy it or did you play the demo? I bought it. Oh. It was a mistake. Yeah, but oh. kind of not. Should have played the demo. I, I kind of feel like it was hot. We'll talk about it next. Should have played the demo. We'll call. We'll talk it next. It podcast. was a demo. Like nobody makes demos anymore. Yeah, that's true. You should support the demo, not buy the game. I supported them making a demo by buying the game. <laughs> that's fair. I'll give you that. We'll talk about it next podcast because yeah. that's that's a good game, I think. We'll, we'll it's, talk it's, about. A, it's a cyberpunk style game, so that's the preamble to official cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so next week, Ghost Runner makes sense. Yep. We'll talk about Cyber Ghost Runner 2077. So, anyway, that's going to be next week, and that's it for this episode of Ronald Geek and Fish Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I got nothing else for you. So this is Alex Austin signing off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, plug me and play your Adam. And Rob. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Thank you.